3: me, feed me, feed, me feed me more feed me
1: more feed me more the Ryback Show starts now Welcome to the Ryback Show. Live, 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 ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, the big guy Ryback at StreamYard. Cameras up close today. I don't know what controls that camera to sometimes zoom in, to sometimes just be out normal, but we are zoomed in today. Oddly. We are live on TikTok and Instagram, the big guy Ryback22. Thank you guys for joining me on those platforms. We are live. On Ryback TV, over on YouTube, super chats are greatly appreciated and brought up on the screen, guys, in between taking calls here on X Spaces, Twitter Spaces, guys, the people's podcast, health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between right here, guys, MMA, UFC, you name it. We had that this weekend. We'll talk about all of that. Guys, we are live on Twitch at Ryback Rules, live on Twitter at the video format at Ryback on X Twitter here as well. But if you want to call in at Ryback on X Spaces, guys, join in. You'll see it at the top of my profile that we are live on Spaces. Click into that little box in that forum, and uh, you can hit that request to speak if you would like to come on this show at any point and time. This show is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. Save, not say fifteen percent. That's next. Stupid iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated if you leave a star rating and liked and would like to... I had a Greek yogurt before this, and I feel like I used some mouthwash, but I don't feel like I'm able to articulate as well yet. I feel like I have the Greek yogurt in my mouth slightly. We're going to take a swish of the finish at BCAAs. Just, we're live. We take a moment, guys. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweet with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweetness or colors for all people, men and women. He, she, and thee, feedmemore.com. Save 15% signing up for a massive savings email and text message program. Guys, on the menu bar on feedmemore.com, click on that little hamburger menu bar. Scroll down to the newsletter text message. Sign up for each one big message, one big savings every week. One big message, one big email and one text message, guys. My thought of the week or just a text message with the huge savings. But right now on for all orders right now, guys, here for a limited time, I'm giving you not only a free shaker bottle with your orders. I'm giving you a free tub of my finish it. BCAA electrolyte matrix, the raspberry lemonade flavor. It will pop up. And when you add your items to your cart, you'll see a pop up. it will say, do you want the BCAA in the shaker bottle for free? You just click on that box and say, yes, I do. And it will be added to your order. No charge compliments of the big guy. Ryback. Feedmemore.com. All the Ryback merch and everything else. All things Ryback with the best supplements on the planet. Feedmemore.com. Oh, good to see all of you guys. Hello, hello, Walter, Double W. Good to see you, buddy, again. Hope everything is well. Everything is fantastic over here. Thank you very much. I appreciate everybody saying, please come back to wrestling, guys. You know, appreciate hearing that every day. Thank you. Even on posts or things that have nothing to do with wrestling at the time. But thank you. I know that you trust in me and believe in me to do the right thing. And that I can listen to my body and overcoming the impossible. So I trust that you will continue to have patience in that. Because I continuously am doing better and better and making significant progress. And everything is going to be just fine. Hello, hello. All right, let's get going. TikTok as well. Appreciate all the love and support over there on TikTok. Taking a quick little zoom. I couldn't see the number in there. I uh, today We're going to start off with a question on TikTok, actually. Do you think uh, Trinity will come back to WWE? Uh, I don't know. I think she's a very good person as well, and she understands what that environment is. She's had to deal with a lot of her own things, as everyone who is in that environment does. I think ultimately, I think it would come... To, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if she doesn't. If she ever did, I feel like it would have to do uh, with her and John, uh, Jimmy Uso, as they're married. I feel like that would... If it would have to be something with that, if like, if they, for whatever reason, they wanted to spend more time with each other, but he's making great money. She's probably making good money doing what she's doing. And, um, probably, you know, her life is pro- would probably be better outside of that environment. I'm I'm going to say significantly better as most people's lives are with all of that. So I, I think, think the, you know, Sophie I think that uh it would I would be shocked if if she did anytime soon with that. So got the French Bulldog. Oh, Sophie, we're doing a live show. You're not a guard dog. Sophie, you're a Frenchie. You don't even know how to bite. Calm down. Everyone hears your little roughs. They're not threatening. You're a French bulldog. You're not known. I know it's the door just opened. You're gonna lie, come here. You don't know how to fight. You're not even a guard dog. Okay. All right. Monday shenanigans here on the Ryback Show. Sophie's very, very very territorial of the of the of the, the Rybackville home. She uh, but she's the most loving dog in the world, and she doesn't even know how to bite. She likes to chase the birds. She wouldn't know what to do with the birds if she ever got one, but you know, it's what they, it's in there. You'd probably be great at catching little rats on like the Titanic, you know, or on in like big buildings. That's what they say you guys were bred for, Sophie. Do you know that? Should we get some little some little mice and let them run around the house and let you chase them? Huh? Okay. With that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think uh, I don't think we can expect to see her there anytime soon. But never say never. You never know. All right. Let's get going. Get some get some calls on this show here. Sophie's doing great for everybody wondering as well. She doesn't even know that she was ever injured, which I have to remind her of daily as she tries to, uh, as she tries to uh, be, just be a dog, quite frankly. We've got E-Man here. Let's get E-Man on the show, what E-Man has to say today. E-Man, welcome to the Ryback Show.
3: Yo, what's going on? You hear me well?
1: I can hear you. What's going on?
0: Hey, man. What's going on? How was it like to main event SummerSlam in 2010? And what was your reaction to the outcome of
1: the match? So your question was, uh, how did it feel to main event uh, SummerSlam during 2010, which was the Team Nexus versus uh, Team WWE with that? It was uh, unbelievable. I think that was a, it's an accomplishment in its own for all of us to, to be so young and so early on in our careers uh, to be uh, thrust into that position uh to to close out a pay-per-view and and everybody everybody involved hit a home run um personally i know we were all excited because we all came from fcw together we all were in the the developmental territories various ones some of us and uh and we were all you know we went from competing against each other to having to unite uh and get on the same page really quickly and then get on the same page, and then all have to, you, you got to remember, when you're put in that position, we were main eventing all the live events, all the TVs, we're involved in multiple segments every single night being featured, hard, so there was a lot of animosity and jealousy, probably, uh, amongst, you know, guys that have been on the roster, and seeing a group of seven guys just get thrust into the main event, so I think, uh, and I just, you just know, the, how things, and no one's like ever overly mean or anything like that, but it's like, You're up to fend for yourselves, and like, if any one of us would have like not been up to par, like we all had to like deliver with that, and we were all very early on, and not all of us like a lot of us hadn't done any main event stuff our whole careers with it, and I think almost outside. I'm trying to think. I don't think any of us were involved, like outside of FCW doing some main event matches, but like. We were, none of us were ever like in the, in the main event position. And most people in developmental are, not it's a very, really weird thing. Oftentimes the people that are used even in main events and developmental aren't used in main events on up there. It's a very, there's no rhyme or reason that they like with how it used to be with all of that. So we were all like for the first time, kind of just, you know, main event And Jericho, I told you had pulled us aside and just said like, like, don't F this up. You guys are getting the, the opportunity of a lifetime. You know, most of you probably will never touch the main event ever again. And he's like, I'm not doing that to like be mean. He goes, it's just the way this business is. He goes, the odds of like of the seven of you all making it in the main event, like, or like little to none, he goes, he goes, maybe, maybe a couple of you like, but it was like, it was, which me and Wade were the two that had, had probably the bigger runs uh, of everybody in there, even though everybody did great in their own way. And Heath had a is had a hell of a run and, with that and you know it's just it is what it is with all of that uh but it, for me it was really cool to be in the match with bret hart having my guy i grew up watching and one of my favorites growing up taking a chair shot from him he, he played a part in me getting eliminated out of the match and uh you know I, I got a couple eliminations in that match as well where they featured me in a pretty pretty positive light before getting eliminated and um it was a cool, really cool experience, man. Very, 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 very cool experience. Uh, I think we were all um, a little bit surprised when we got told that the finish, because I think we were all led to believe that you know, and and by the, we, you guys have heard the stories on on Jericho and, and Edge, talking about that what the finish was supposed to be with Nexus going over, and Cena not wanting to put us over, with that, and uh, and that is it. It's a true story with all of it. And, uh, you know, at the same time, and I always look at this. John, was it still early on in his career main eventing and getting all that money? At the end of the day, it's Vince's fault. Like, it's Vince's company, too. But, like, if if something, like, Cena is allowed to have his opinion. Cena's allowed to be protective of his spot with that. At the end of the day, it's Vince's company. He has to be the one that goes, no, this is better for business in the storyline. Because ultimately, Cena was going over at the very, like, at the end of the angle that wasn't the end of the angle so that was a really important match with all of us and uh but i think all of us were 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 shocked because from what we were led to believe going in and and that day being at the building and me and wade i just remember we we had talked and as we always did and uh in vince that was after communicating and talking to him that was what he wanted and, and none of us were in any position to to argue, and none nor would we with that. And because uh, you don't really know where the angles going, none you just going day to day with all of that. And um, but you know it was it was I, I just think it was you go out and you do what is asked of you. And but I I do think it, it, that hurt the momentum of the group, and then obviously kicking Darren Young out, and then me getting injured that whole next week and being gone, it, it kind of fell apart overall, from the group to then, I think it it just was never the same. And I think any of the guys would say that. And it was tough watching at home being hurt. And I felt very guilty for a long time. I still do like still bothers me with that. But everything happens for a reason. And, you know, and and life moves on with it. The group, we made a great impact. We had a hell of a run in a very short period of time. It's memorable. People, I know, ask Wade about it all the time with it. And, you know, never say never as far as all of us. You never know with anything in this world with that. But, um, and I'm sure people would love a reunion and not just a reunion. uh, And I've talked and joked about different scenarios with it. And, uh, it's, uh, I I think there's, I think there's major money still in the group used in the correct way. And even if it was a one-time appearance, I do think it's something really special could be done with that. Um, from a storytelling standpoint, but yeah, it was, uh, it was really cool man and everybody was great Jericho was great Edge was great with it you know and then Cena and, and I tell you because so we got to remember too like we were seven guys from NXT that essentially nobody cared about right and they cared about us because we attacked Cena. So at the end of the day it, like when you always look back at it, it it's like you get in, when you start you're getting the rub from main talents with that so that played a huge role in people giving, getting us heat right We're taking out the main guys repeatedly with things, whereas we, we didn't have to work our way up or anything like that. So you look at it and you can look at it from his his perspective as well. Well, he's the one in the in the position that the company is in the main spot, right? He still was very early on. He knows how the, that can go sometimes. Vince can can get really excited over new people really quickly. So who's to say, if and not to say he did the right thing with that, and I, I do believe he would have been better off putting us over and then getting us back you know, picking us off one by one. Like that was the plan was the group beats him and then he comes and he he works his way up the nexus, which probably would have been me lat second to last, Wade last, based off of how the kind of the rankings of the group, how we were being used with that, or somewhere in that vicinity, or me, then PJ possibly, and then Wade could have also been a scenario. PJ, Justin Gabriel's being used very well. They were very high on him as well. Which I think him and Wade were the last two in the match uh, for that, if I remember co- correctly. So, um, But yeah, man, it's just, uh, you know, it's the way things go with all of it. So.
3: Yeah. Thanks for having me on the show.
1: You're welcome, brother. Thank you. Forgot E Man was still there. Sorry, I had you on very long winded answer, but I was trying to give you all the little, just reliving the memories of the whole situation with that. Oh, big sausage in the house. We're going to get him on. One second, Shawnee. We've got got Karen. I think a new caller here. Hello, Karen. Welcome to the Ryback Show. What is your complaint?
4: I got a question about tonight being the final uh, night of Vince's control over WWE and your thoughts on that.
1: Is that so? Is the Endeavor deal set to go through then starting tomorrow to be finalized?
4: It uh, sounds like it from what I'm seeing on social media.
1: I wasn't aware. Maybe that I would guess if you're seeing that, then that would probably uh, signal that the Endeavor deal is done and, and finalized either today, probably today, or tomorrow, tomorrow first thing. and that you know, But he's still in the top position, if I'm not mistaken, right?
4: Yeah, is, uh, tonight's supposed to be his final night controlling Raw, and then as of tomorrow, everything with WWE – Vince doesn't
1: control it. Well, I think he still does control it. I think they are, that he is still in full control endeavor because they're not going to be doing the operations or the creative or anything there. They're just overseeing essentially. They're just the owner of them in, in UFC like Dana's running UFC and Vince is running WWE from everything that I understand. So I don't think anything changes. I think it literally is just, it's all paperwork. And then I know the stock, the TKO stock I know is going, it either went live today or tomorrow. If I'm not mistaken, once this deal is finalized for both the UFC and WWE brands being under that TKO uh, ticker symbol. So I think everything's going to remain exactly as is.
4: Okay. Yeah. I, I was just surprised when uh, everything is merging tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. So I don't think there's going to be any changes, though. With it. Like I think cause with the way they have it all set up, I think it's. I think the the one difference is I think what we may start seeing is we may start seeing releases and new signings. I think that might maybe has been on hold while all this is going on. Now that that's all over, I think that 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 we're going to start seeing more people getting signed or released or a combination of both.
4: Or and possibly new creative ideas.
1: I don't, but i don't think it, but i don't think anything's going to change in the format of the company i think everything that's set is set like whatever new creative ideas are always going to be thought of but i don't think anything really drastically is going to change like other than possible releases and and new hires i think everything the product is going to kind of remain nobody's nobody's like going to be coming in and telling vince what to do right now like they're letting him run the company they they know like they trust that he he's gotten him this far that from everything that I understand and with the position that he's in that like nothing, nothing significant is going to be shaken up on that end. At least not yet.
4: Either way. I'm, uh, I'm ready for, uh, changes.
1: What kind of changes?
4: Like seeing new people come in and see what, uh, or what can they do differently? Hopefully like maybe start letting like, some of the wrestlers, Go train over at
1: UFC or something like that. So you want to see wrestlers go training at UFC?
4: Yeah, it has done. It has been done before.
1: As far as how, with what?
4: Brock has went to UFC. Uh, Jack Swagger had went to UFC under AEW.
1: Oh yeah, well Swagger went to Bellator. I, I don't think they're going to be doing. I don't think there's going to be a big crossover with any of that. Right now, I'm not to say that they can't have maybe, I think maybe with fighters wanting to come into wrestling, I think that possibly it, 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 there's with Endeavor owning them, that 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 maybe can bridge the gap a little bit. But at the end of the day, there's still, it, it's, I don't think you're going to see unless it's something a wrestler wants to do on their own is something, I don't think you're going to see a bunch of that personally. It
4: was just a thought, but either way.
1: No, you, you never know. You never know. But I, I don't think I think every I think the products are gonna remain separate with all of that moving forward. And like I said, I do think that there may be I think the releases and the and the hiring I think is gonna be back in full, full force here with everything now when the deal is done. So
4: Yeah. That's the only thing I can uh I thought of today.
1: All right, Karen. Well, thank you very much for calling in. I hope you have a great day. You
4: too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye
1: thank you very much karen looks a new caller there let's get the big sausage sean shawnee happy monday what's your complaint people understood that reference but i was fucking dying bro i yeah i can't see i don't get the la- i don't it's not a sitcom so i don't get the laughter right away on the i just look at the little <laughs> emojis if people make the little laughing emojis and i know That's something's good enough. Like
5: you're the type of guy. Like your your humor is like you'll say a joke and you'll keep a straight face.
3: Yeah. Like
5: I am the opposite of
1: that. I will laugh while I tell the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Monday, big guy. How you uh, doing? Oh, man? brother! Great day, great day. I'm. Uh, I I I knew you were gonna love that sandwich. I knew you were gonna love that burger, man. You you I and I I forgot bread. about the little tortilla bites on it for the people. There's a new yes. feeding time. My I did the Wendy's loaded nacho, uh, ber- loaded nacho cheeseburger, chicken sandwich, and their queso fries, brother. They I all three were uh, outstanding, but the burger was a little better than the chicken for me, and the queso fries the yet, big guy. Had so had good burger. still because they have the great fries. chicken sandwiches, juicy. But the burger, for whatever reason, was just a tad better, and and I don't maybe it was because I had it first and it was like, but just the, I love nachos. And I love burgers and they combine the best of both worlds. And as I'm eating it, like I just, the the little tortilla bites, like just like came through and I forgot all about them. The the crunch, right? Yeah. It it was so satisfying. And I go in the video and it's just like, this is just my, there's this girl that I know we used to go out. She messaged me. She watched, I put, I posted the burger on TikTok and Instagram and she watched the whole thing. And she like messaged me. She goes, I'm going to get one. Like right now she goes, she goes, by the way, she's like, she's just like, I love you. You're so funny. And you don't even, she goes, when you said that it has little tortilla bites. Unbelievable. And like, <laughs> I just, I was legit and like amazed at the tortilla bites. Unbelievable. Like just in, in the moment, nothing else, like thinking yeah. of nothing else. And she, that was her favorite you part. actually very on this one I was surprised like yeah I, that, that's how I knew it was so good because you you wouldn't you barely spoke in the video which I was like wow that's how good it was no but I'm tr- also though what I'm trying to do is I'm trying something different I had the microphone that my asmr microphone plugged in so that the crunches oh, is- right we talked about yeah, yeah and so yeah, I said yeah. less in the video I'm going to see how videos perform with me saying less on the feeding time because you I got it. here's the even though those so those used to be my best performing videos and still overall are, but they, they're nowhere near the views that I used to get on them. And the, I used to talk on, I talked on all of them. And that was always just, and I know that that's not what's going on, but I go, maybe if I just, I talk on the show and the shows, I have so much talking on the channel. I go, maybe I could start tapping into that ASMR for people. Cause a lot of people that watch ASMR videos for the food and, and, and for the yes. sound, they don't, he- they the, the don't want to hear. They want to hear the least amount. Yeah. Yes. So yes. I'm thinking I'm gonna try this and just see because I have nothing to lose trying it. And, of course, yeah. And seeing and then also it makes it easier doing the video and talking more. I go, how can I just talk about the food until the end? I'll do my plugs at the end, but just talk about the food where I go because I'm talking about my life and everything else on all the other stuff. Yeah. So I go at least make that a d- little different now that I'm doing yeah. all this. Yep. Di- I- because before, I wasn't doing all the different content. That was the content. And then I go, so I would talk on it. But I go, I'm talking about the stuff already. I don't need to talk again about it, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, so I good. Up, so I, I, I was curious. So
5: I looked up Brie Brie. Because uh, I, I just, I figured, like, oh, why not? Like, I know that you said she'd done some podcasts before. Um, can you hear me, big Guy? I can hear
1: you, yep. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, so uh, I know you said that... Uh,
5: so I looked her up. She was on Barstool like yeah. she did like uh she was uh she did like I guess a uh,
1: like it was like a show to get a job at Barstool or something. And she was and very close. I thought she like I think and I haven't talked to her in full detail about it, but for my members she's brought it up. She was like like I think it was like almost a lock that she was going to be on it. And like yeah, something like, happened. Like second, to, I think she was second to the winner. Yeah. You know? So that's why another reason she's super talented and her personality. She's she just started. She's doing another sports podcast here in Vegas. I posted and um, I think it's like this veterans MMA show because she she watch she loves the MMA, so she's like knows a lot like just from from being a fan and watching that. So I could tell, yeah. I could but they're bringing her know. in because obviously you know she's beautiful. So of course, the clickbait yeah. of, but then she can actually, she's funny and has a good personality. She
3: knows her stuff. It's not just that
1: she's a pretty face. Yeah. You know? So yeah, 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 that yeah, I, yeah. but I told her, I go, cause that's why I wanted her to do the food thing with me is I go, I know she can talk. And I like, once she gets comfortable or like, like with people or she's doing something, she's really funny with that. So I go, yeah. I told her though, I go, I go, yeah, I, th- I think she's going to end up doing something pretty big eventually with all of it. Cause she's, she's, that's why she moved out here to be closer to the UFC and get more opportunities. So yeah, that's right, because there's a lot of uh, the UFC is uh, it's uh, all here, the, the performance this, yeah. center, yeah, and then all the shows, and then she does she's gonna be doing two shows out here uh, a week on the podcasting, and then it's like she's gotten she's got her that's job, great. she's getting another one, and looking for like a more of a full time thing, but yeah, I think she awesome, she's bro. got a car, awesome, she gets her car tomorrow, like so I told her I was like you could literally just just chill here until you get everything figured out until
5: oh that's right because you know what I, I think it man it takes so much balls to move into like a city you don't know that's why
1: i like her like just i just i told her that i go yeah. i go the fact that she literally just up and moved with her family and everything yeah. and she's 30 yeah. and i just said i go and like she was living out of hotels until she got it figured out but she just like she just goes i gotta get here and like i just go that takes she just packed everything and, and left and i yeah, was like man, it takes so
5: much yeah. to just up and leave you know like i and man it's crazy um i just want to shout out there's a listener that always listens big guy uh his name is like Zygarde on here you okay know yeah about. Yep. So his name is jack his grandfather passed away and i just want oh, to no. say uh that's why he didn't make it today uh, uh so i i just wanted to say uh i you know rest in peace to your grandpa um, likewise yeah that's a very but, uh,
1: unfortunate and i'm very sorry to hear that that's
5: yeah, I just want to. He's a he listens every day, so I just wanted to, you know, give him that shout. I do, Rick. Um, I
1: know the name, the The two today the dream, being 9 11 with everybody, you know, and, and condolences yeah, yeah, to everybody. Yeah. It's crazy it, that 20 it was 2001, correct?
5: I was just gonna bring that up,
1: yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, 20. Yep. It's been 20, uh, what is it, 21 uh, 22 years, 22 years with that. It's, I remember it like it was yesterday, and me uh, too. I'm going to tell you my story and then I, if you want, I would like to hear
5: yours as well. Um, so, uh, when, when it happened, it was such a beautiful morning that morning. I'll never, ever forget. Uh, I was like 12 years old and, uh, we, we were on our way to school. It was like breeze in the air. You know, like one of those fall mornings, big guy, where it's like nice and like cool in the morning, but then the, uh, in the day it gets hot, you know, it was like one of those days. And, uh, we uh, we go to school uh, about second period like we see the teachers like all flustered and uh, like the kids are like what's going on like you know like 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 literally like there was teachers crying and everything and we're like well what's going on blah blah, blah. finally we like found out not through the teachers like through someone else the next period about what happened um uh, I think the principal had come in or something and told us and uh, a lot of people's parents came and picked them up but my dad was a cop and uh, my dad was actually off duty and uh, he actually went down there uh, um, he he ran down as soon as he heard it happen Uh, and my mom was at work and uh, she couldn't leave work and uh, back then there were no cell phones, right? So my dad ran down And I'll never forget that whole day you couldn't make a call because the the phone lines were just jammed with people calling and stuff. So, like, we didn't even know how my dad was. Like, I I was crying myself because I'm like, where like, why did that go down? I didn't realize until later why he did it, obviously. Um, But uh, he... uh, uh, so where I uh, like I I remember the whole class being so upset, and I was always such a class clown. I made up this like story about an alien living in a shoebox. Like <laughs> I like to, and I stood up in front of the class and like made people laugh because like I hate to see people sad. Like yeah, um, I just hate it. And uh, and then um, uh, you know I I went home and uh, a couple of. Uh, a couple of people uh, had uh, in my class. Their parents had passed away. Um, they worked in the towers, yeah. and a couple of cops my dad was friends with, and firemen my fr- my dad was friends with passed away. And uh, after that, my dad was on a. I think it was like over a year. They would have to go, and uh, it was in the Staten Island dump. So in Staten Island, there's a garbage dump, like a huge place where all the garbage goes. And uh, they had a whole bunch of cops that had to go through for bodies and and, 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 and things yeah. like that. Um, and, and he did that. And uh, a lot of people end up getting cancer from it. And my dad's included. Uh, he got two bumps in his neck. Thank God
1: he got it out and he's okay now. Um, but Was that just and- from everything, all the different...
5: Yeah, that was from all the smoke
1: and stuff that yeah. they inhaled that day. The chemicals, you know? everything that's um, involved with all that. Yeah, man. Like you see how black that smoke was that was Yeah, out? all that like, old the buildings had been there, anything, like just things, yeah. There's... Oh my god, man. It's so
5: scary the footage and like oh. and it's crazy. But what, how what, what was your day like, the guy you remember? <clears throat> I was in
1: college, I think it was my freshman year in college and uh, and uh I remember the yeah, it was freshman or sophomore year in college. What would have been, yeah, either way, I was. I remember, um, I was at home still because it was earlier. We were, I'm on West Coast time, so I had the news, I, I got it, I had the TV on, and they like whatever the TV channel was on before I left to school, it broke to the news going on, and so like I watched it all play out, like real time, just from at home and uh, in shock. And my dad, you know, was sleeping and got him up, and, and we we're just sitting there watching. And uh, I had to go to school, I my my classes in the afternoon, and so um, I, I went to them. But we just they just kept the footage on in all the classes, and so we like we no school that like we just everybody's just watching what's going on and like yeah. talking about it. And you know it was weird because like I'm all the way on the other side of the country, so it really. But we nobody had, I, mean, I just remember nobody understanding like, you know, were we all were we going to have terrorist attacks everywhere? Wait how significant it was. Yeah. You know, and it, who did it? And like. I remember there was kids,
3: uh, they were beating up, um, like and it's yeah. crazy how kids think, but like in middle school, they were literally beating
5: up like the, uh, the Arab kids that were in our class. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah. you're, like you stupid, like, like they have nothing to do with this. Like, you know, like, and, and things like that. And I like people being so passionate, but, um, some of the as such as a, it was the worst day ever, but so many amazing things came after that, like meaning like to see everybody come together yeah. as a, as a country and everybody was flying their American flags. And I, and, and Mike Piazza hit that home run, which I'll never forget. Yep. Um, that was like, Oh my God, we were all crying. I'll never forget that day. Um, and that was like a part of the healing like, I'll never forget that game when he hit that home run, like, down in, you know, down in the game, and all of a sudden he hits his home run, and it was like, it, like, you couldn't even have written it as a better movie, honestly, Yeah, the guy. You
1: know? I don't, I, I just uh, it feel the, and I've seen the documentaries, and like, but the the people, the innocent people in those buildings, and just that, yeah. it, it, I've heard, it, there's been phone calls that I've seen on social media of people, that oh, are like, bro. Dude, it, it's and I've listened to them because it's me. like you want it, like you can't how you can't not listen to them. It's like once you start listening and yeah. like they not knowing, but like when you see people, like the to me, the craziest thing is is like when the best option is jumping from the top of those towers to your to your depth, yeah, exactly. like but it's how exactly. bad, like that black smoke just, and like the heat and the fire, like it, that just pure hell. Like, pure, I, I, like, pure I, I. Hell and like the it's just it's i try not to think about it as much as possible which i don't think anyone wants to when you think it's yeah. just such a it's crazy man it's just uh it's, and also the pet, you know the pentagon thing happened that day right yeah. like where they uh, and then uh, in pennsylvania um uh, was that the Pentagon in Pennsylvania? No. Uh, it, the, uh, they also crashed a
5: plane in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And those brave, brave, brave people on the plane fought back. Remember? Do you remember that?
1: I remember hearing that, yeah. They fought back on the plane. Like, and the man, like, I love, I love, like, I not that I love that it happened, but... No, but they, yeah. They stopped them from doing even more damage. And, yeah, what that's I mean? what I mean. Like, Who knows how much, like, it was... I could it's just, just it, it's just crazy. I've always though, and there, there's a lot of questions surrounding everything, but like with that, but at the end of the day though, the innocent people, like just, that's the worst part, no matter what, yeah. with all yeah. of it, yeah. regardless of, of what our beliefs are, why it happened of or what happened. Or, it's yeah, like, it's it still, the result was the same of people suffering and that's what sucks more than anything. Like you know, yeah, Zelina Vega, yeah, her father was was involved in that. and Yes, I saw. I saw that. Yeah. Yes, so, like, people that, like that. Yeah. That's why, like, today's for the, those people that were impacted that, like, people directly's lives were completely changed forever on that day with exactly. that. Exactly. And that, yes. whereas, like I said, I'm pretty far, I'm far removed from it being involved. But it very well could have happened to any one of us. Or like, it's just, it's just an attack on our country and just our, just our, just freedoms and everything just any yeah. like you go, you go you don't think that you're going to go to work and like you nobody would predict that that was ever going to happen oh, with that nobody. you know nobody. And like the stories you hear, like
5: even one of my dad's, two of my dad's cousins worked uh, there and they were late to work. They were on the ferry as it happened. Wow. They were on the ferry as it happened. And you hear stories like that and you're like, oh my God, like I, I just couldn't even imagine it, man. It gives me the chills. And um, Two
1: people you know, like that just being ble- like blessed as far as being watched over. That's how you like, what are the 100%, odds? Thousand percent. Yes. I think there was even somebody... If I'm not mistaken, there's a story I saw going around. Michael Jackson was supposed to have a meeting in one of the towers. Did you ever hear that story? I did not. Michael Jackson was supposedly supposed to have a meeting, and for whatever reason, it got canceled. But he was supposed to be in the towers at the time that it happened. Had the meeting not been canceled, and wow. like that, I've got to go back and look. I remember when I saw it, though. It didn't seem like it was made up, but you never. Obviously, never you never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. But it, I mean, it seemed. But how many stories of that are there with people that were supposed to be in there that that, for whatever reason, called in sick or something happened? It's like, yep, yep. You would there, there's not a day in your life you're probably not going to think about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that whole scenario, but, but man. Yeah, I just want. We had to bring that up because it's in yeah, the uh, base, yeah, obviously, you know. Uh, but I got one B for you, big guy. Oh, here like, we go. Surprise? Let's go. Wendy's fries are the best fries. Are you out of your mind? Wendy's fries are the worst. No, those <laughs> those fresh cut potatoes. The, <laughs> no, the ones the
5: ones in in the action. You know, I the fries. This I'll give you credit. The fries that you get in the uh like uh in the the casing with the plastic.
1: Though, that's what those really those, like, those were. That's when they were piping hot. So the but they use Wendy's whenever. I remember I lived in Tampa when they switched. They switched them to the potato cut fries with the sea salt. And, but like those, they were, this batch that I got with the queso fries were were piping hot fresh made fries with fresh hot piping hot queso on them. They were so good, Shawnee. They were little Bro, guys. It clear. doesn't happen to you where they like every time. Like if I bought the regular fries that I'll get with a meal, right in the paper thing. Yeah,
5: those are delicious. I love those fries. But when I buy like a chili cheese fries from Wendy's or anything where they have to put a case on it, yeah, it's like crinkled up skinny fries. You don't N- get
1: those. No, they were the thick cut potato fries. I swear to God, big
5: guy, I'll send you a picture. They, it's like two different fries that they use. It's weird. That
1: that must be a New York thing. I guess I'll send you pictures next time. I guess. Yeah, I wanted that. These could not. These were some of the best fries that I've ever had. See, I—that's what my hope was—that it would be
5: the regular fries because I do like their regular fries. But I, to say even with their regular fries, big guy, McDonald's is the best fries.
1: Oh, I, mean, I, I, think, I think. Oh, I, I don't mean, get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not. No, McDonald's has great fries as well. When I've those things, like those, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, those those fries will last an eternity. Also, they, those things don't go bad. You could leave those. <laughs> What's your favorite fries, big guy? If you had to put them on a scale, man, you know, you know, I, I tell you, I really, really like jack in the box fries. I never had a oh, they have a, just a slightly different taste. Fresh, hot jack in the box fries are, are a thing of beauty. I give it to you, McDonald's fries, that I think, in or New York. I don't remember. There's there's a few places, but like um, I tell you, Wendy's is never like when they if they have the right amount of sea salt on them. They just, they, they hit just right. But like if, if Wendy's, if they don't have the amount of sea salt on them, they could be a little bland with it. So it's like, it's dependent, but like, that's why, and I think your McDonald's, I think is a good call because they have that distinct flavor. Jack in the box is the same way for me. Jack in the box has just a different flavor on their fries. It's not in New York, big guy. Yeah. So that you're going to have to get that on the list of things to try. I will. I will. I'm going to put them on the list. Um, They've got curly fries as well, but I just like the regular. I like ooh, both. I but, like the curly fries. But the, uh, in, in, but the the regular fries. Oh, if they make them fresh for you right there, you get there just at the right time. It's, it's all. I, yeah. I just put it on the list to try. The, it's on uh, the list. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's on the list. We, uh, man, I went to, so the UFC fights this weekend, the congratulations to Sean Strickland, by the way uh for, for defeating Adesanya. and then oh yes i i saw the clips of it yes yes we yes. uh because bree Brie has to watch the fights uh for, for her podcast so she talks like so she needs to keep up on everything with it and like we were talking earlier in the day and like I usually order I ordered a lot of the UFC fights because I've got the, the UFC fight pass but like I was she was even saying they were talking about like her co host they didn't want to pay for this because the card was a pretty underwhelming card overall and like I even said I go I don't buy the fights if I don't buy the fights if they don't have a really strong card cuz I don't like they charge 80 dollars an event for those now and on top of the the fight pass you got to pay for like 10 11 12 bucks a month on that as well. Or yeah that, there's actually talk that UFC Endeavor they're going to take the same format and I don't know if they're going to charge 80 but they're going to they there's I've heard things rumblings that Endeavor's either through ESPN or eventually creating their own Network like WWE Network, but under Endeavor where they have all access pass for UFC and WWE and then charging for the events like it's not going to be what WWE did before with like for the low cost. It's going to be it like because the formula has worked for UFC. They're making more money than ever, but I won't buy the cards that are weaker cards overall, even if I want to see a particular fight. I I don't like I I say I buy like maybe by maybe half of them throughout the year. Like the other ones that are the weaker cards, I don't reward them on those. I'm like So she was saying, she was like, yeah, that's, they were talking about that. They, I go, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings just down the road. They, they have them all. And then I go, if we get there, and then I go, we could watch them. And she's like, yeah, well, let's go do that. So, dude, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. And they, we got there like maybe like 30 minutes before the fight started where the prelims were still on. And the place wasn't packed at all. And I, We go, man, this is crazy. People, though, the last two fights were the two fights that people wanted to see on the event. And the rest of them were, were names that not a lot of people knew overall. Like as far as more casual hardcore people, obviously probably knew, but it wasn't as strong of a card overall. Even though it was a great a great fights all night actually, but uh, so we got great seats, and uh, then the place got packed later. People came later as we got closer to those last two fights. People were came in there, and uh, so anyways we we ordered and and, and watched the fights. Fans, uh, two fans, they they came paid for our entire meal with it. And uh, and recognize wow. me, and then brother probably took like twenty five photos. People, because you know, like once you take a photo with one person, I so it, it like she just goes, "Wow, this is pretty crazy." I go, I go, yeah, this is what happens when I go out in public. <laughs> but like you know, like once you like people know it's okay to come over, so all night families and kids kept coming over and taking photos with me, and I'm like. Oh, I see like it's like a domino effect. yeah we sat there probably until that yeah. guy paid for the meal because we were kind of in a corner section where like where there was like a, a a a there were people couldn't see the section from all over the restaurant but once we started yeah. ta- i started standing up taking pics the floodgates open and people were there. but it, it was cool man i i was uh i didn't <laughs> mind awesome, at all bro so you know, with that
5: you gotta try uh, the Mountain Dew they have there. I'm a big Mountain Dew guy, and they have a it's called Mountain Dew Legend, and it's only in Buffalo Wild Wings.
1: You cannot buy it. Really? Else. Yeah, you gotta try it, big guy. Next time you go, I'm not a big sugar drinker like that, but oh, I yeah sorry. I, yeah, I know, but I I could just get sugar, it. I, yeah. I I I even told I told Bree I go, man, we should have. I go and I got a, I got my, all my food and stuff, and she got a drink, and and she ordered food later. But I go, man. If I would have known they were paying for it, I would have ordered so much more. <laughs> this is I. But uh, the, the guy, it was the, the bill. It was already I'd already ordered the bulk of the food because I was going to order more later, anyways. Because that was just to start off with it and everything. I go, oh man, we could have really hit the jackpot on this one. Ordered all our, just ordered all of the breeze drinks and foods for the whole day, and uh, had been oh, set. Man, but, that was funny. but people yeah, are cool, man. It, like, well, that, it's it, always. And she's like, she goes, does this happen like a lot? And I go, yeah, a lot. like whenever I go out in public, I go, people come up to me. I go, and I go, I still got it. I go, I haven't been on TV in seven and a half years. I go, that lets me know, dude, little kids that didn't even know that I wrestled, like they, they shouldn't know, literally coming over and going, hey, Ryback. And I just go, I, go, I tell, like, look at Bree and I go, I still, I go, I still got it. <laughs>
5: Guy, if we if we film, uh, have somebody film us and we go out, right, like in a restaurant or something, and when people come over and
1: say, Hey, are you Ryback? And then all of a sudden you go, No, that's Ryback. <laughs> 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 and you're wearing a Ryback rules tank top. I have yes, yes, and I'll be wearing the big sausage shirt. I'll have the sausage shirt with it. Yeah, that's Ryback. He let himself go. <laughs> <laughs> And you're just just constantly just saying hashtag hungry hashtag hungry <laughs> feed me more.
5: Oh my god! Because some people even they'll see like famous people taking pictures and they don't know who the people are, but they'll take a picture anyway.
1: So like I bet you we could confuse a couple people and. Uh, oh no and, doubt. They wouldn't know. Although you know? I would, it is harder with me. There, I still look pretty much like me though. That's the only of problem. Course, of course. I haven't it, like it, I haven't let myself go to the point where it's like. Where people but the I I, I always laugh when i s I've seen photos of people that post them like, Hey, just met this was back like when Michael was still alive. Like, hey, like, I always thought I took a picture with Michael Jackson and it was an it was an impersonator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like but they were a kid and they didn't realize and then like they grow up to realize hey, man, this guy got me. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh. That's uh that like uh, that happens like uh back then
5: like with a lot of birthday parties uh I think even Cardona mentioned that uh his dad hired someone to dress up as Sting and somebody as macho
1: man and oh. they showed up, they showed up to the party just like it, it's heartbreaking though once you figure out like it's it, it I guess it's innocent as, as a parent doing it if you think that like of course. But, yeah, like, this yeah. day and age with social media, they're going to find out really quickly. No, right away. I
5: think even growing up, as a, like, I would have noticed, too, right? Like, the, I know that's not – well, Sting is weird because he has the, the face paint. Um, But, like,
1: uh, maybe you could get away with that. But, like, a regular wrestler, no way. I would have definitely <laughs> bought it. I was pretty gullible. I thought the Santa Clauses at the mall were real I, I, I for the longest time. I thought they just I, – I was I was so innocent as a kid. I thought they yeah. just, they happened to like, oh, the Santa's just at coming, came to and hang out at the Meadows Mall today. And Of all the malls in America and the world, he came to yeah. our mall today and he's real. <laughs> and I'm going to tell him everything that I want because I was a good boy. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. Then you see when you grow old, older, and they're, they're all drunks, and like... <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, Bad Santa is one of my favorite movies of all time. Santa, that's it, yeah, Bad Santa, and oh, what's that mo- A Christmas Story, mm-hmm. that that part in the Christmas story where they kick him down the slide, <laughs> that traumatized me for life. <laughs> There's so many classics, man, from growing up that uh, I feel like... So many. I don't know, like movies, I feel and I don't... It's, I don't watch as many as I used to, but I feel like there's not as many quality good movies as there used to be. There's,
5: there's not. There's not. Absolutely not. And there's a different, it's not, I feel, you know what, especially with sitcoms, I find as well where like every show used to teach a lesson,
2: like, um, like you know, Family Matters. Like, yeah.
3: There was like, I remember one episode, uh, which really hit me hard, uh, like
1: Carl, uh, like didn't want to become a, uh, a call uh Carl uh, Winslow the OG big guy calls the OG big guy uh what's the son's name again big guy uh, uh not I Urkel. Can't it slip in my mind the, not Theo that's uh Cosby uh. I'm so disappointed in myself that I, I can't remember. I know who you're went, talking about, too. But he didn't want to become a cop, and Carl was a cop. And uh, and the lesson of that show was, like, he's like, I still love you, even if Eddie. you don't become a cop. Eddie, thank you. Eddie thank Winslow, you to the chat, Master Splinter. Thank you. Thank you, chat. Um, so Eddie Winslow,
5: and uh, at the, the, the episode ends with them hugging, and he's saying, I love you no matter what. And, like, that was a lesson, and that, like, was relatable to my life so yep. like uh you know uh even in Fresh Prince like one of my favorite episodes is where he says how come you didn't want me man you what when his dad leaves um do you remember that episode big guy
1: uh I remember I've, I've watched that religiously as well I don't know uh so uh, Will's dad co- comes in yes and- I remember he comes and visits right he comes and visits yeah. once in a while, but he always
5: promises him things mm-hmm. and then he'll back out of it. So he promised Phil during the stay that he was gonna take him and they were gonna go on the road and they were gonna see all these
1: places. Yes. And then
5: uh Uncle I love Uncle Phil so much. Yeah, I rest swear to God, peace. I love Uncle Phil. And Uncle Phil uh uh he comes in and he sees the dad packing his bags and looking to leave, and and Phil so Uncle Phil goes, "Where are you going?" And he goes, "Oh, uh, you know." And he starts like mumbling his words, and he's like, "You're gonna do this to this kid again, this kid that that."
1: And then Uncle Phil like lets him have it, like, "You're not a man, like you're not a you're not a." He get, he like really gets angry. I remember Uncle Phil got really angry. I remember yeah. being a little scared when I was a kid because Uncle Phil was pretty angry. big. Yeah, and he goes, "You get out of my house right now, and you never come back." Yep, and then. Uh, he leaves.
3: Will comes in, all happy with his bags. That's and right. Like, come on, Dad, let's go.
5: And uh, and then um, he says, he go. Uh, there, he goes. How come he doesn't want me, man? And he starts crying. He goes. I learned to drive by myself. I learned to play basketball myself. You weren't even there for a goddamn
1: birthday. And then uh, it just he starts crying. Yeah. And Phil hugs him, and it zooms into the statue. And it's the. It's honestly, I think it's probably my favorite scene of all time. It was really that was a powerful scene. I remember that. I know exactly stuff. I know what you mean. Just like things where you learn lessons, though, about like life throughout the shows. All of them. They all did that. It was it was a different time, like with that. Yes. But I don't know. I feel like too though, with um just like holiday movies, everything. I I would like to see The Rock do it like a Samoan, a Samoan Santa movie. Just like he plays an undercover Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> that would be I I don't know why it just popped in my head. I kept thinking Samoan Santa. I just want to see you do an the, animation big guy or would you do No, real, animation? no real movie, but it has yeah, it's a, okay. it's a comedy comedy/thriller. It where Dwayne Johnson has to go undercover as, as Samoan Santa to uncover for the bad Santa heist. There's but this is a more it, for the, for undercover Santa mall mall heist, but but in a more serious way and He's playing Santa throughout that, but he's really, he's a kick-ass <laughs> Santa. And the, yeah, he, sound, he sounds out the
3: Santas are cooking the, <laughs> from the
1: mall, So he has to infiltrate them. Yes. And, and, and the only way to do that is to become a Santa. And he has to go visit the, the various malls of Samoan Santa, but he can't let his real Samoan identity be known with that. So it's. This is, I'm telling you, I'm giving them layups here for the next three You are, bro. You're making these people billionaires. Dwayne here, Johnson man. is Samoan Santa 2025. <laughs> 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 I'm about to hire like a stunt double that looks like him. And then we could have Big Show play the little small person in the movie because they don't hire actual small people. So Big Show could play the small person to accommodate all. All Giants as well, so they're not offended. Even Giants can play small people. <laughs> big Show's his little small sidekick, but clearly just, just the most ridiculous. Samoan you know Santa. The yeah, we'll, we'll get all the, all the big alley. Kali makes an appearance playing a little boy sitting on Santa's lap. Just, <laughs> let me be a writer. You guys you guys want me- you want core memories? Let me be a writer. <laughs> Christmas, I love Christmas. <laughs> you up as a little kid <laughs> i'm dead bro. i am dead Samoan santa i've got to, i'm gonna work on this come up with some more ideas get this oh, send sure. this send the for screenplay sure. over to Dwayne. i'm gonna see get that over to him asap we just got to get a, a writing team on board with this and uh production team and get this get this going for next year I know we
5: can't choose our our race or whatever, right? But if, if we could choose a race... Well, I mean,
1: we, that, we, 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 that's, we, that's we, the old and grown nowadays. You could choose anything. What are you talking about? You can wake up and I, just I click whatever box you Samoan. want. And if anybody argues with you, they're the bad people. That's it. I am identifying from this day on, I am Samoan, <laughs> Samoan, Samoan. Shawnee. The Samoan Shawnee. The Samoan the please, sausage. That's it. The Samoan. Just a tribal tattoo with a sausage in the middle. <laughs> oh, man, did you watch football, big guy? Oh, I did. I watched football. I, I, I watched some of the morning games and then I uh, went and got all my stuff done. Big big sauna training session, and then came back and, uh, and and watched some of the night game. Oh, nice! Yeah, the um, Packers did
5: great. Jordan Love,
1: yeah, was excellent. Um, it's only one game, obviously. I think I went nine because I put my picks yesterday. I there was some. I went nine and five on on my picks yesterday, and I've got oh, that's today. Good. I went. Uh, yeah, yeah, it could. It was. There, there were a few upsets, and the Bengals got smoked by the Browns. I don't yeah. think anybody saw that I happen. Joe, I had Joe Burrow on my fantasy team, negative oh. one point. Either. Yeah, oh, you know I and that you know it's, they they notoriously start off bad, anyways, but they. Um, yeah, that's why I
3: say it's only one game. It's that
1: you never game. know though. That could be. And people don't understand this. The Browns' defense looked unbelievable. The oh, Browns yeah. have been tinkering yeah. the last, you know, a f- few years of like being in yeah, like if yeah, they, yeah. but man, a team was if a if a team. Has, like we'll find out as the games go on, but who's to say Browns might have the best defense in the league? We don't know it yet. Like, yeah, we don't know. so that they yeah. could be like yeah. that—that could have you could have well, just caught. Like the Cowboys, they smoked the Giants. Oh, nothing, you know? I, I put a tweet out that Zeke was the problem all these years. <laughs> Zeke was holding him back all these years. Because Zeke, I and I don't, I had no hater, but Zeke tried to take my feed me more trademark. He, no, he didn't. yeah, years ago, he tried to apply to take feed. He was going to take the whole thing. With it, and I, up, <laughs> and then the because he was gonna the there's trademark laws on all this. He's a big wrestling fan though, with it all, and he 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 kept trying forever to do the the feed me and trying to get it, and he was like he was gonna come out with a whole clothing line, and then well, there was I a huge thing I, I said on my show. For a touchdown, yes, yes, he would do the but, bowl. But that's yes. why he switched it up a little bit because he. So what he was trying to do is he just wanted to take the whole thing. He would have taken feed me more if he could have with it. He was wow. trying to take the whole thing. So I, and I talked on the show that I'd had with the, with the wrestling with the Raj Geary at the time. I said, I go, I've just got to put a, I've got to, I've got to apply. I've got to uh, appeal it essentially with that. And luckily we appealed it. It cost just a small amount of money and he got canceled out because it infringed on my trademark. It was two thirds gotcha. of my trademark, but I got a lot of hate from Dallas fans saying you're washed. You're nobody. Give it to them. I'm like, what are you talking about? I own a business. I don't care what your personal thought. Oh, Zeke wants feed me more, guys. Let's just give him everything and let him just take it all because I'm not actively on TV anymore. Screw my whole supplement and clothing brand. Let's just let Zeke have it all because he was a huge mark for Ryback and he thinks he wants to be fed more. But so then TMZ TMZ called and wanted an interview with me, and I just ignore them. I, I just literally block. I don't. I'm not talking to them. And then they, they, everybody put out articles on I'm going to sue Zeke. Which I never said once I was going to sue him. I just had to yep. appeal it with it. But I would have had to, if it didn't, if for whatever reason, if the appeal or whatever didn't go through, which I already knew that it would because my attorney's really great with all of this, I then would have gotcha. had to have take legal action. But we never even got to that point. I just had to appeal it. But I remember I got hate from Dallas fans forever on that, on the hardcore guy. Look at all you guys. How are you? Hi, that really paid off well for you. Let's support that guy. Big guy versus Cowboy fans is something I would pay to see. And I like the Cowboys, but I, Zeke piss, I go, the guy's trying to take my livelihood, and the people are mad at me. Of I go, course, wait, let's just take a se- step back here and look at this with a little common sense. With it. They're like, feed me, feed me more. It's entirely different. I'm like, no, it literally is, it the, is the same of, thing. It's, it's like the story of your life, big guy. Like he something that you love and, 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 and it's so innocent and, and somehow the world finds a way to yeah, it's like my you fault you. yeah this guy this guy's holding his back he's not letting zeke have feed me he wants to literally like he's literally taking the whole thing he's a wrestling fan he's a known he was a huge fan of mine he just thought because i'm not on tv he's like well i could take it i play for the dallas cowboys i'm like no it doesn't work this way with it, and man, I won again. Crazy, but, but I man. won again. People, and then nobody covers the fact that I won. It was just always yeah. like I'm like but that pain. So I will take little shots to him all day long until he apologizes. I'm that like, brother, just come up man. with something entirely different. Like I want more or something. I don't know. Yeah, you don't have to do the same. Like literally, yeah. like and then it, he doesn't. People have no concept of how to get over. Like doing a little spoon thing after you score a touchdown. That has nothing to do. That doesn't eating food has no there's no correlation to football like as far yeah. as like one the feed me more is wanting more in life that, that could be applied to anything with it but I'm not actually yeah. doing a symbol of feeding myself more food like he thought like yeah. like he's eating a little bowl yeah. of Cheerios or something like that's gonna get, get over no it didn't work and it didn't work for Dallas and you held them back and now they're gonna be yeah. freaking great I said yesterday with that last year Pollard as soon as I saw I go he's a superior running back to Zeke I could just see it from what like you could just see and like so, and then Zeke goes yep. to the Patriots. They lost, and Dallas smoked the Giants. And Dallas killed them. Yep. So yeah, and I'm, I'm back to being <laughs> yeah. a Dallas fan, full blown again now that he's gone. So. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, tonight? Uh, the Jets versus the It's going to be a great matchup. Jets versus Bills tonight. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm pulling for Rodgers, man. I I I uh, I just Me want him too. to play well. I just want to I want it to be a good deal for them. Yeah, me
5: too. I, I honestly I don't have anything against the Jets. Their fans are 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 are. <laughs> I grew up with them,
1: Giants and Jets fans, and I have to say Giants fans are way more classy than Jets fans. You Is know? that? It, but they play at the same stadium too, right? They do. They do. Yeah. But what a weird. So the Giants, big guy, a lot of them are Yankee fans. A
5: lot of the Jets fans are, are Mets fans because the Jets played at Shea Stadium for a long time, right? So that's how it kind of just goes. Usually that's the case But there obviously are some people that are Mets and Giant fans And blah 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 Vice versa But uh, the Jets fans Are younger And they're rowdier And uh, They're just Some of them Are just assholes man. <laughs> Like with with, uh, with Brett Like I just can't Explain it But like when Brett went to the um, Like they all Hated on me My whole life Like Brett sucks Brett sucks And then when they Got Brett for a season They were like Oh Brett's the
1: best Yeah
5: I'm like bro Like what, you just said You hated him For like 15
1: years You told me how much He sucked Gary <laughs> uh, the guy gary vanderchuk he's a big social media influencer and he does he, he's yes, a big gary business B, guy yep. i i'm and follow each other and and, and know him and, and have talked to him multiple times and he's a huge jets fan he yeah he's hardcore like but he gets like passionate like he gets angry like and he's like yeah. the most like seems very cool level-headed guy but you start talking about the jets and that gangster comes out at him like he just gets like just crazy with it, so Gary Vee's level at I brought every every interview I watch with him. He's like cursing. He's, he's yeah, no, like, but he's like he's very he's has a lot of common sense and he's very knowledgeable. Like oh, yes, yes. But yes, he gets... no, that. he does cuss a lot. But like he he just cusses. He's like where he like he just likes to cuss with it. But yeah, he does totally he doesn't like he gets more aggressive when you bring up the Jets. If it's like I gotcha, like if I they gotcha. lose, he'll just like he'll put like a, a effing like really like he'll put a rant on Twitter and he's just. <laughs> Like where he's like usually pretty positive and loving. Like he's, you know, always on the positive side of things usually.
5: Yeah, I used to be that way. Uh, I'm going to be a straight honest. I love the Packers and the Mets more than anything. But like I used to be that way. And when the Mets lost the World Series, I was devastated in 2015 to the yep. Royals. But um, uh, I, as I get older, I find myself not being as much – Passionate as I used to be, like in the way that I'll let it upset me for yeah. my whole day or a week. Like when we used to
1: lose, I would literally be out of count for like a week and be. Bro, like, I don't know how you guys. I've never had that. I just that would be. I'm so glad you're not like that anymore. Because like. What a horrible, like, way to let, like, like, something you have no control over affect your life. Like, I would be... Exactly right, big guy. That's what I realized. Yeah. Like, I have no control over it. Like, and I'm letting it ruin my whole week and uh, my whole day. Like, and then, like, I used to fight with the Yankee fans as well because they're always coming at us. And, oh, we got 27 championships in 1925. Okay, good for you, bro. You know? People Um, are literally going on depression medication for, like, the season. (laughs) I'm like, geez. Come on, Um, guys. Let's. let's. I
5: agree with you with this a a thousand percent. uh, But I get it. Like a lot of people, they have. Like we we spoke about this another day, but like a lot of people have their uh, like escape, right? And that is most people's escape is sports. So they take all their energy and all their passion and they throw it into that that thing and and when they don't win or something happens they you know they take it personal because they feel like they're on the team and like you know it's more than just being like a a fan is a fanatic right like it's somebody that absolutely loves the team and goes crazy like i told you these packer fans bro like the packers are their life oh yeah live breathe they see green and yellow at every stop sign and every McDonald's like where they are. And it's their whole life. Like when they, when they lose, it's everything to them. But you know, not everybody has, uh, you know, we have more uh, other vices and other things that we could put our, you know,
1: uh, you know, our energy to, right. Some people don't have the other things. No, but that, they, they, but they choose that because of the, how caught up they are with it. But again, well, yeah, it's, a it, choice, it, it, it's, it's obvious. Yeah. It's but it, my thing is, is people are going to live, like I just think if they haven't like that, people are going to do what they want to do at the end of the day with it, yeah. and it's like I, I'm not going to get caught up. Like you can, we people choose if like if some people are born and they think that their life mission is just to be a hardcore Packers fan and to, like that's their life mission. Like that was yeah. what, that that was it. We just there's all those of us that have different goals and ambitions and drive, and and then others. I've just got to the point go if that's what makes them happy and they're gonna not not to say that that's you know. Whatever, it's just I just I don't I don't care anymore. I'm just like people yeah, are going to do, but yeah. I go. I just think it, it's when you let it you just ruin your day or affect how you treat people or how you talk, like overall your mood. It's like, like I said, they're legit people that have to go on medications like during seasons. Like it's like, oh, yeah, and like, sure. they sure. not that they have to, but they think they have to on that. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like with that, yeah. like it's yeah. so. But I actually that yeah, will turn off the game. I swear to God, I swear on my life. My dad will literally turn off the game if if it's,
5: like, if it's just, like, let's say two interceptions <coughs> in a row. He'll be like, Shawnee, I'm not watching it. And he'll just shut it off because he
1: can't take
5: it. He can't take yeah. that. It's
1: crazy. My uh, dad, when they, I remember was... told you when I was younger, my dad would get mad. But, you know, he got mad because he was betting on the games. Yeah. And was, <laughs> he knew he knew he had money. Because like, now he's chill. Like, he doesn't get upset. He like, doesn't bet on it. He yes. just And he never, like, he always, like, he never, like, was like a, like a, gambling addict but he would do the parlay cards during the nfl season for different things and like it was pretty innocent it wasn't with any money ever for that went towards the family it was like you know so he was very he wasn't like he didn't have a problem in that sense with it but like i remember like football games like if there would be an interception or like he bet he loved the rams so like he would bet the rams a lot even if they weren't good and i could just tell i always knew (laughs) when he bet the rams in certain games and something you would you would hear him and Jim Everett threw an interception back when we were kids. I just remember hit, just cussing, <laughs> just screaming, and like I would just go I would just go play. I'm like call I was like, I gotta go play with my friends, so I gotta get out of here. He I have to say there is there
5: uh there is that feeling of like it's it's scary because i feel it myself when i do it when you gamble and you you're so
1: intent to the game because you have something on it yeah like it makes you look at the game totally different yeah totally different you're just you can't you're just literally you're you're, it's you're it's non-stop yeah you're that higher thing just stressed and like the outcome and like depending on how you bet like whether it's against the spread and like even if you're up you're, yep. you're terrified that they're going to score the other and, and ruin the yep. spread yep. like yep. It's, it's just so you're constantly stressed whereas like that's where like I just watch games I'm like I have nothing connected to these I sometimes switch I'm like rooting for one player and team that I'm like ah I need this I want the other guys to do kind of good now for a bit I like I just go so I start rooting for the other side to like come on have something to at least the positive for you this game and like <laughs> I, I would be a better's worst nightmare. Like, I'm just like, okay, okay, Dallas is looking good. Let's. Let, I hope the Giants go, like, on a three-touchdown run at the end so they have something positive to go into week two with, you know? It would be a bookie's nightmare Yeah. I guarantee you if you, somebody gave you a lineup, you would probably go 10 for 10. Every time. <laughs> just because you don't know, you're just like, all right, I'm going to screw it. I'm picking this. I uh, I I was actually mad at myself because I'm I I'm, I've always I love I love the Buccaneers. I lived in Tampa for a few years, and but when Brady was with them, I really became you know liked them more. Now that he's gone, but I, yeah. I, I'm rooting for Baker Mayfield to have a good season because like everything with the Browns and the fallout there, and then he played pretty well for the Rams uh, last year, yeah. but he had to, got to the Panthers and got traded wherever last year, or he was with the Panthers and they didn't do well, but they were kind of a mess, and then he went to the Rams. And, uh, and, and actually, and did well, right? yeah. And so, but he got the starting job in Tampa, won that this year. And then they upset, they beat the Vikings yesterday, 20 to 20 to 17, I think with it. Wow. And, and I picked the Vikings to, to, I thought, to win. yeah, I'm yeah. just, I just, all my picks on online, I'm not betting anything or they're just like, course, just yeah. seeing what I, how I do with it. And, uh, cause I used to do those with my dad. I used to play the cards of the parlay cards every year with them. I used to get to pick me and my sister. So I always That's used to do cool. pretty good on those with it and uh but they I go I go oh man I wish I would have picked them but I, I was I was going by my what I knew over I like I even though I liked the Bucks but now they go, Oh, I'm gonna I could pick them more often if they if Mayfield has a pretty good season this year. So Yeah, I always went for the underdog in my opinion. I love the with underdog that underdog story. I'm happy it's back, man. It's just good. I, I just like having the games yeah. on even if I'm not watching. I just like I just like hearing the announcers. Like if it's yeah. in the house, it's like comfort like this time of year is my favorite time of year. The music that starts it up—it really gets me. Like, yep. But speaking of, dude, that's—I love it all. It's like core memories. Yes, with it. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm looking forward to tonight's game, though. I, I'm, I'm rooting for—I uh, like both teams actually. I like both quarterbacks, but I'm—I'm I'm, I'm rooting for for the Jets to get this with Aaron Rodgers. I would like to see Aaron. I picture Aaron like on his what? What's this stuff called? Ayahuasca. Yeah, ayahuasca. I I picture like he had a nice ayahuasca (laughs) experience and then like he he like he respects Jordan because he didn't get that with Brett and he's like I'm gonna go ahead and leave so you could have the starting job. I'm like in my head, I feel like that conversation happened. He felt Jordan was ready and he tried to do the right thing and like so I feel like I I feel like he has good karma coming to him in a made up scenario. I I I made the whole thing up. I don't know if it happened or not. No, I know. I can um, too, know. because if he had that different experience where like guys and like you, the guys holding on or whatever, and he's like, Look, you deserve this. Like, I think you're ready to go. And like, yeah. I could be make more money and, and go here and, and still have, you know, great years I left. Still have a career. Yeah. 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 And, and exactly. it's like the best. Yeah. So, like, I'm picturing something like that happen, even though if it didn't. But uh, imagine, imagine, the,
3: uh, like, the, it would be like the guy who threw the no hitter on mushrooms or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the pirates <laughs> like imagine if he goes
1: out there and just has a perfect game on mushrooms like you know that would be the, the fun the jets go undefeated ever. and win the super bowl and it comes out that aaron rodgers was doing ayahuasca before every game he was in he was in his own in own locker room in the dark 3 hours before every game and just came in and just just ripped apart defenses he just pretty he could predict everything he saw it coming That's miles away around a shaman around with him, so <laughs> Like, <laughs> like uh, Russell Wilson had his own coaching staff with him. Aaron Rodgers has his own ayahuasca ayahuasca staff with him, just at all times, ready to go. Like He just, like, he'll find – he goes right here, guys, set up camp, put the little little tent around him. They make it pitch black, and he has a little experience. <laughs> <laughs> he has a little experience, I'll Oh, big guy, I'll let you go. I, I want you to take some more – All miles, right, brother. But, uh, I hope you have a great day. Okay. You too. I appreciate it as always, Shawnee. Later, man. But Later. the uh, the other thing too, a lot of people, and I put the the you know AEW Collision. I'm waiting to see what the AEW Collision ratings come in. But a lot of people, uh, you know, the ratings were going to be going down for them during this period of time uh, with with college football kicking in on Saturdays. And this is the one thing when talking about like what why people were saying wrestling shows on Saturday historically don't do as well it it makes a lot of sense because you've got the you've got the sporting events always have saturday games with it but when college football season starts that is a big thing but that's gonna that takes those get huge ratings not only that you have wwe events once a month or occasionally on saturdays with that you have ufc events they do their fight nights and they you know every every week i think on saturdays uh or, or a lot of times on saturdays uh, and then they have their their one big UFC event every month on Saturday, so you're taking hit uh, hits on that stuff depending on the cards. Saturdays too, like a lot of people aren't st- don't stay home; they go out on Saturday nights. Now you're gonna that maybe doesn't apply to hardcore wrestling fans as much, but like casual fans or people, they're not watching TV on Saturday nights if they if they're going out outside of their sports fans or whatnot. So that's where like things ratings were going to start going down for collision during this period. Anyways, I'm curious, cause I know the week prior I think was their lowest one, which was the first week without punk that was going down regardless because of the college football and everything going on. I just think that, uh, we'll see where they, they where they settle at with everything moving forward with it, but it is, it is a difficult task that they ha- have on hand. I do see, I was, I saw the, uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan is, is really, and Tony with creative is, is going to be heavily involved. And, uh, I hope to God they give him a good team and get some really – I think this is all that they're missing is a really solid creative team and coming up with character goals and and, and, and finding ways to start pushing people and telling stories with the talent that they have. The talent they have will get more over. Start creating compelling TV. I'm okay having – I'm okay if you still have a cold matchup every week and let two guys just go out there and kill it. Like WCW used to have the cruiserweights just go out and have a killer match. Like, keep that in there. Let two guys, pick two guys every week to go out there to kick off the show or whatever point of the show you want it. But start telling some really good stories with everybody else with that. It keeps the guys healthier, longer, and it makes the matches mean more. It gives you... You can you can add gimmicks into matches and stories into matches and tell the, the match it revolves around that rather than having to revolve just around a bunch of moves and different things over and, over and over and over and over and over again with it. And that's how you're gonna start drawing people in and making the stars that you have bigger with it. And I, I think it's a really important thing. It's the only thing I I, I think they could do a lot better at with it. And I hope and Dan knows this. And I've talked to other people, they know this. I think I think Tony's a certain way. And I just think that they have to, they have to, they have to grasp this concept overall with it. And this is storytelling and this is TV wrestling with it. And you can still have what you like on a portion of the show, but you've got to create stars. You have everything in the world to create the biggest stars in the world if you want. And I and I hope to God, you know, it's just, you know, Wardlow. Here's I, I made a TikTok on this and I've been doing a lot of new content. And I appreciate all the love and support I'm getting on it. You know, booking Wardlow. What I think they need to do moving forward with Wardlow, and I think you have to have a clear, defined goal for the, for a the heel heel Wardlow. I think you need to have him back on TV. I think you have to have him wipe out Arn Anderson. Arn was put with him for political protection, essentially, from what it kind of looked like to help to guide him. I think you need to start giving Wardlow promos every week. You need to start letting him grow a new identity as a heel with it and, and go on a huge tear, a huge run. But like give him promos every week let him just get really good at talking he will if you let him do it every week with it and like here's my my take on it is okay we're going to turn Wardlow here we're going to Wardlow heel. we're going to have him turn on arn in a significant way even if it's not the first figure out where okay he's going to be back for a month we're going to really really you know establish this relationship further on tv and then have him turn on arn with that and then he's going to let him explain himself and let him get really good at speaking but the defined goal would have to be He's he's, for MJF for the title. Like, this is just an example. So, you know, as a company, we're going to build this guy to go. And the reason why he's going to go for MJF is because that feud with MJF, which he was arguably or not arguably the most over guy in the company. And at his peak, as popular as can be, MJF, people would always say, well, he was the star. He was a star. So that could be his reason. That MJF stole his momentum and opportunities in his head where that he is going to come for him. And then we can have a huge showdown with a huge, huge monster, heel monster, Wardlow, heel Wardlow versus babyface MJF six months down the line. But you know, okay, this is where you need creative and you need people. This is the goal, what we're going to do with this character. We're going to make sure this character is at that point champion at that time. And we're going to tell this story. And then you have people that are focusing only on this story. Right. Every week with that. And then you've got to have another story going. You're going to have, OK, we're going to have the jungle boy, Jack Perry. He's going to we're going to run with this heat that we're going to come back and we're going to let him. We're going to have this defined goal for three months for Perry. And like you need a team working on that with this. And then, so you need to do this three, four five different things on, on a show with guys. And then you have to have undercard stories and things. But you have teams of people working on this, on this, and you—that's where your creative meetings. This is what needs to take place, in my opinion. In which, in, in WWE, has this, but they are Vince rips everything and doesn't stick with things. They have the ability to go out and tell long-term term stories and not have it disrupted by a crazy, crazy Vince with it. They could do this better if they get the right people. And Dan knows this, and I know Dan well. Dan is creative, and Dan knows this, but he can't do this on him, on his own. Nobody can. You need a huge team of people. Creative needs to be the mo- the focal point of AEW with that, and Tony can oversee everything. Is is, but you then when you have people working, it becomes effortless once things start firing with it. But if you don't have a goal, if you just say we're going to turn Wardlow heel and he's going to turn on Arn, but you don't have a goal and a vision for it, then oh, we don't know what we're going to do with them in two weeks. That's where things fall apart with this and this is where wrestling and fans get upset it's just you have to have it's like a sitcom or anything you have to have a direction of the characters and where they're going and you can fill in the gaps along the way if you know where you're going on a week-to-week basis with it but you've got you've got to have this and I'm just why I'm like this is like why if I would come back and get cleared I go I want to come back and tell one story and I want to, I want, to, I, want to, I want a beginning and I want to finish and we could fill the rest in with this but you got it I want to know the role with it, because if you don't know the role, it doesn't matter who you bring in or what you do. You could bring in, you could take all WWE talent and just put them on the roster. If it, nothing is going on, it's the same. Where well, that's why Punk was and Punk wasn't a draw. And I will say this all day because and it's the stories. And it was the lack. They didn't do anything with the elite and they didn't do anything with with, with Perry with any of that. And and I, I understand Tony doesn't want to go that direction, but that's the stuff. That's the drama and the storytelling and the controversy with it and if not you got to do something though if you're not going to do that with that and a lot of that was punk though because punk doesn't want to play ball and he's very 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 sensitive in a lot of ways with that you can't be a pro wrestler and be sensitive with that you can't with this so i think they they, they have the ability to do such amazing things and i and i really am optimistic with it <laughs> moving forward and uh i i think they're going to have their, their 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 work cut out for them on Saturdays, obviously, with with the thing. But if they start telling compelling stories and must see television, and not just like bell to bell stuff, which the bell to bell is important with the stories, with it and stuff. But you can't just neglect one, and like you need that, and that's how you create larger than life stars. You need everybody on the roster needs to be on TikTok and social media, plugging your shows every week. You've got a roster of hundred guys. Every single one of them need to be going going. Yo, guys, tonight, AEW Collision, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, uh, whether you're involved or not. But, hey, catch my catch my match. I'm taking on Jungle Boy Jack Perry at 8.30. See you then. Hashtag Hungry Feed Me More. Everybody's using their social media, promoting a show. They need to catch up on all of this. They need to have creative meetings, get everybody on board. I'm telling you guys can do this with it, but you've got to get everyone. If you're a wrestler and not using your social media, and not plugging stuff and not plugging your promotion. with it. I plug them. Whether I see people like, oh, you're just glazing. No, I want them to do good. I'm not cleared. I'm not doing anything right now. I just want them to do good. The talent need to want them to do good with it. They have to go all in on this. they use all this talent that they have, whether they're on TV or not. Guys, plug the shows every week. Have a person send out a reminder to all the talent. With all the texts that you want them to send out in their own way with it. Plug the shows. Plug certain matchups. With it, I'm telling you, things could be even so much better. But I really like they have Brian and, and Danielson involved with this. They just got to get the right people, the right amount of people with creative, creative minds. And I'm telling you, and focusing on on stories within the organization, I'm telling you they could be beating WWE with it because it's just a matter of, they have to get the creative aspect rolling, though. And uh, I'm optimistic with it. I just think it, they're very early on, but that is the piece that that, that needs to be strengthened. All right, let's get going. Another caller here.
2: Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip, you ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You repel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
3: This episode
5: is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world.
1: Taking a look. Welcome everybody. Also on TikTok. Welcome everybody to the Ryback Show. Appreciate you saying to return and defeat Roman Reigns. I've uh, I've taken out the shield many a times. Thank you. Chance says they need to hire you as a consultant until the shoulder heals. Yeah, you know that's. I'm telling you, there's just. I just think it really. It it's it, it is an important thing. With it. And, uh, you know, I've got a lot going on. And I, I do think, like I said, I, I think they you just got to get the right people and focusing on storylines with all the talent that you want to be featuring on all the shows. And it needs to be a focal point. It really, I think you need a whole department for it. I really do. Like, and it need it needs to be a thing. Like Jack, like, you know, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. I want him on TV cutting a promo on, uh, like, and in, in, I don't care if he even says his name. If they're worried about legal things, you could you could easily have him come out and get more heat than ever, cutting a promo with it. it, like a like a spoiled entitled little kid. Feed into what people just let him go, let build him to a new level. Use that momentum of Punk with it in a positive way for the talent, and and use that in storylines and get him involved in another program with somebody. But use like it's just. You can, there's ways to do it there's ways to do it you have to with it you have to overall with it it's just we'll, we'll see what happens we've got a uh, mes- me- messenger pro bring messenger pro onto the show welcome to the ryback show anybody on tiktok or ig ig live you guys want to join the ryback show at ryback on x spaces hello hello Hi, right back. Hello, how are you? How are you today? Uh, Uh,
6: I'd like to talk about, uh, we have a lot of good wrestlers.
3: But being a good wrestler, it doesn't mean you're a good person too. When I say good person,
6: I mean about a connection between wrestler and fans. And no doubt, you're one of the greatest in this category. And I can name another wrestler like Undertaker, Rey Mysterio, you know Chris Jericho, all of them very nice with the fan, just like you, very warm, well welcoming, and always give love to fan, and they receive love from the fan. And I like share you a memory also about from the past I had about CM Punk, and that was around 2010, and I was with my family in California, Beverly Hills we walk in just with my family and we're on south CM Punk in sidewalk so i never was a fan of him but you know i like wrestling so i say to myself go and say hello and you know some respect showing some respect and they we say and say hi CM Punk how are you she um, he just uh, looking us like we insult him or uh, very well. I was very really confused, and I didn't know what to say. I just we say hi to him, and he was so rude. And I still remember that that was so embarrassing. And
1: he used to like he routinely does this to people, by the way. Just so this is not to say he yeah, doesn't have yeah. his good moments. I've heard of this over and over and over with him, and I know enough, and I've seen him. He he's not. It, it, this is why in the promos on the buying the fans ice cream and all the things it's like it it it, it, yeah. it 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 i'm telling you it's like the bill cosby effect he's playing the good guy character and people get caught up in this
6: yeah i mean he was full of himself full of shit i sorry to say that
1: yeah no he, it's he, not i i know what you're owned, talking
6: about he, he walking like he owned the town and if we just you know uh, go and say some uh, respect to him, say some hi. He not even answering us, and he looking at us like he want to attacking us. We insult him, and that I uh, was very sad. And you know, after that I put him completely in trash. And yeah, yeah that's the difference between a. I mean, I said that before. A good wrestler like you and some other wrestler like him, and. That was I uh, like shared share today that memory today with you. And uh, I don't want to take any more time right back. Just say thank you to you and God bless and goodbye.
1: Thank you, brother, very much. I appreciate you sharing that. And I'm very sorry that you had that experience. And there's a lot of people that if you look online that that have, have had very similar experiences. And I'll be the first to say we can I've seen people be very rude. Not and I'm just saying to fans like where there did, can be disrespectful in public or like where they like it's, I've seen them where they act in ways where but like I always like I said if somebody always says something you just say no thank you that you don't have to you don't attack them you never you just say no thank you with that and now there's a lot of people that will take a no thank you and say oh he was the rudest person he was an a-hole but there's differences like when stories like this and saying hi and I've heard this with him where he just like he attacks or he very mean look or just whatever with it and that is it's that's not uncommon. This is why those of us that know and know this stuff, it's the Bill Cosby effect. And I've talked about this where you play that good guy character and then people get caught up and you heard other veterans and people they go sometimes it's not all the time because it that that it's too it's too vague of a statement. It, you can't pinpoint it to saying like not all the guys that play good guys though are good people or or the best people, you should say. and Not all people that play the bad guy roles are their actual bad people. It it tends to be kind of reversed uh, and it can be a mixture of both as well, but it's physical acting. So at the end of the day, though, they're playing roles. It's like, Hey guys, we're buying you all ice cream. Everybody. Yay. And then, you know, as you're leaving the arena and that person that was so nice in the ring is going to their car and you have your family of kids and you go to say, Hey, Mr. Punk, thank you for the ice cream. And he goes f off as he gets into his car. Like that's the reality though of, it's physical acting out there. And then this is real life with that. And, and oftentimes what you see out there is not always what you get, and certainly not all the time. And, and there's always levels to this. Everyone's human, everyone has bad moments. Everyone's a mixture of good and bad with it, but you wanna to try to be good as much as possible at the very least. And like I always said, like you're better off just saying, and, and again, when you're dealing with kids, no thank you is not an option with kids with it. it, it it's, you, you sign for kids, you take pictures for kids. With adults, it's a different story. If you're out eating and you don't want, we saw Sina, people recording them. Like there's levels to all of this with it. And I've dealt with all of it, right? With it. But like you're dealing with kids. Like when I, Buffalo Wild Wings, I, I stood up 20 something times while I was sitting down watching the fights eating, literally had chicken sauce on my hands. One of them, with one of the guys came over, just happened to come over, just wipe off my hands. He went to, to shake my hand. I just fist bumped him because I had to finish wiping off my hand. But I stood up, took photos with him. And when the kids come over. Mr. Ryback, I tell stand up and take photos with their kids. They don't know any better with that. You can sit there and if you want to get mad and think, well, the parents should know better. But the fact of the matter is, is I'm taking once you start taking pictures and I explained it to Bree. She I go, once you start, I go It kind of opens the floodgates if you're hanging out somewhere, because then everybody's going to want because you're not you, you're, you're taking pictures. Whereas if you someone comes over and you say, no, thank you. And people see that like, you don't take a photo, then they're like, they'll probably hold off right with it but once you open those doors and you got to know that but there's always a good way and a bad way to handle that stuff especially but when you're dealing with kids kids don't know better you don't want to have a negative you don't want to be responsible for giving them a negative impression or memory at a young age right because you can it can literally it's a very powerful thing and i know that from first-hand experience so but it's unfortunate when people have bad memories with people their bad experiences with people they like and you know i've had people and i tell you i've been on the airport at the phone I've been on a phone. This has happened before. I've been on the phone. I remember there was a guy, he was an adult, came over. I'm on the phone, literally on a business call. And he's like, and he wanted a picture with it. And I just said, not right now, no, thank you. And I'm literally back on the call, like a focus. Like I've got, it was, I remember this very well. I think that was in Chicago. That one particular thing. That guy very well made. They'll go like, go. oh, Ryback was an a-hole. He didn't take a photo with me. Maybe I wasn't. I just said, no, thank you. I was on a phone call. I didn't explain it to him. I was literally in the middle of a business call with it. With it, but, and so why didn't I take a photo with them? Also, if I would stop and then people are looking, I take a photo with them. Now other people might start coming. And I'm trying to, you know what I mean? And I know this because I've dealt with it a million times. So there's levels to all of this. So with it, but like it's it's an unfortunate thing when you hear repeated stories over and over and over and over and over with the same person. But it's just like if I I come back and I'm like everybody, I'm gonna buy everybody guys. I'm anti sugar. I'm gonna buy everybody in the arena tonight meat sandwiches. Meat sandwiches, compliments of the big guy. Everybody's cheering, ride back, ride back, ride back. Meat, 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 meat. And then Subway people just come in with the meaty deluxe sandwiches and just handing in the meat sandwiches around the arena. I had them ready to go. And the meat sandwiches are being distributed for free. And everybody's cheering, ride back rules, ride back rules. And I'm just sitting on my big king meat throne in the ring, just watching everybody enjoy happy meat sandwiches. And then after the show, I just I'm, as I'm going to my car, everybody still goes, ride back. Meet, meet, meet. And I oh F off. You guys got your sandwiches. You don't matter. Go home. Leave me alone. Then, like, that's then I'm not a good person, right? So there's there's levels to all of this. <laughs> Meat sandwiches. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get this done on my return. I'm gonna, I'm gonna outdo CM Punk on my return. And give the entire arena meat sandwiches. I ain't going to just spend a little pennies on the dollar on some cheap ice cream. I'm not going to help you get diabetes. I'm going to fulfill your hunger with meat sandwiches. Footlongs. I'm not going to go the six inches. That's for jabronis. I'm going to give you the full footlong. Compliments of the big guy. Meat sandwiches around the horn. If the, if the moms get two meat sandwiches. All moms get two meat sandwiches. Compliments of the big guy. When I get back. We're going to shell out the big bucks on this. We're going to have the meat vendors ready to go. Just their their carts are going to be full, full of meat sandwiches. Just fresh, piping hot meat sandwiches for the crowd. When I get That's what wrestling needs. Meat sandwiches. I'm going to be the definition of meat. People when they see me, meat, 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 meat. It's going to be a thing. Ah. <laughs> uh... What are we talking about? The Ryback Show. <sighs> moms love moms moms love the meat sandwiches. That's that much I know. That much I know. We've got Primitive. Get Primitive Jeff here on the line. A Ryback Show regular. Jeff, happy Monday. Yo, Ryback. How's it going, brother? I'm doing well. How are you today? In the car, laughing my ass off, man. Ah! <laughs> uh, I can see it now, brother. Just meat sandwiches everywhere. Freaking Jurassic pork, man. I'm I'm so petty. I will burn an ice cream bar in the middle of the ring. I'll have a blowtorch and just burn the ice cream as I watch just the, the arena fill up with meat sandwiches as I take over. Give those moms some long dong silver, man. Oh, it's they say when back in my Skip Sheffield days, they, my, my 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 phrase was choosy moms choose Jif. easy moms choose Skippy. That was always my my Skip Sheffield uh, tagline. Uh oh, Jeff is cutting out on us. Here, are you there? Am I okay? I, I can't hear you. I heard just a brief... W- Wait, I can hear Damn. you now, I think. Nope. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that, brother. It's a little bit spotty here, so... I can hear anyway, you now. How's your week going, man? What's oh, that? Okay. Yeah, how's your week going, brother? Oh, it's going great, man. I'm looking forward. We've got a good week ahead here, and uh, I'm feeling better and better. I've let, made significant progress on the shoulder, so it's uh, it's just one yeah. day at a time.
7: Nice, man. Nice. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to, you know, your full recovery and all that. And, you know, just, you know, what's crazy is.
1: uh Oh, Jeff, it it cut out again. I don't know. I just heard you and it said, uh, you know, what's crazy. And then it went completely silent again on that old Twitter, Elon and Linda. Messing with the connection on the Ryback show. Ah, man. We'll bring on Endalorian here. Hello, welcome to the Ryback show.
0: Hey, what's up, Ryback? How you doing today,
1: man? I'm well, how are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I appreciate it. Damn, I'm, I'm sad I miss Shawnee, man. I had a question for him, actually, as well. But uh, you know
1: what? Today is a great day. And you know why today's a great day? Why? Because because
0: it's the final day that Vince McMahon is the majority owner of WWE.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, we had a caller early on that, was, uh, that had brought that to my attention. Uh, I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think things are going to change. I just think what I think is going to happen. They said, I think they're going to be hiring and firing people. I think there's going to be people released soon, and I think they're going to be doing new hires. I think all that. I think that process is going to kick back off that has been on hold with everything while this transition has been taking place. So,
0: right, and I mean, I I I think you're right there. I think they will do a couple of uh, you know fondling of the roster. Um, I hate to see. I'm interested. Interesting choice happen. of
1: words there with the with the, with, the, with that Vince McMahon the fondling of the roster.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, I'm uh, I'm uh, very interested to see what they're what they're going to do if, and that's a big if, they do um, decide to you know fondle with the roster. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I had a question for you, man. Okay. Uh, what what was it like? So, let me see. What year was it? Oh, it was. So back in 2016 February 26th you defeated Luke Harper at a WWE live show. Uh, it was via DQ though. But what was it like? I don't know if you remember that match, but what was it like working with
1: Luke Harper, man? It was it was a uh, great he was he was always fun to work. He was easy to work. I got to wrestle the Wyatt family a lot throughout various oh, yeah. points of my career. Um, that was awesome. He was always he, so. He was somebody that we I would we would sit next to each other in the back if we were watching the monitor. Like we got along really well with that. And um, I wasn't. I like, he had his group of guys. Uh, I and I always like I rode by myself, so I always looked forward to, like the arena's hanging around everybody. But like so, like I I have my group of guys that like you know Dolph Wade if they were on the show or Heath or you know those are guys I would be by depending on like if, if they were always around uh luke was another one i always enjoyed we if like we're by his if he was by the monitor and i was just coming over i would get a seat and sit by him like it was right. he, he's just like we we joke around and i i remember I, it's funny i remember him um I, I loved wrestling him though he was very easy and he, he easy to work and he was man just a great human being like he's oh, he, yeah. like nothing not, not one bad thing to like not one issue on ever like with anything he right. I remember I have a fond memory whenever I hear his name it always pops in my head me him and Cody where it was overseas in England Harper was overseas wrestling Dean Ambrose John Moxley this was like where he really got the office's attention as right. a singles guy he was having killer singles matches with Ambrose every night and I think Ambrose might have been IC champion or Harper it was like during they I think Harper it was during that period where he won the IC title briefly I think um and I don't know if he was champion. I think Dean was though, if I'm not mistaken. But I do remember he was having singles matches, whether the championship or not was on the line or there. It was Ambrose and, and Harper having singles matches on this tour for two weeks, absolutely killing it. But I remember like there was one particular time after his match, me, him, and Cody were just sitting there eating popcorn out of the same. Like they would always have popcorn for us at the at these uh, at one of the at, uh, the live events. Like right. it was so. Like we would sit there and eat pop. We were sitting there like my match was done and all our matches were done. We were literally just all sitting there eating popcorn together out of the same thing, holding it, the three of us. And It's like the it's like for whatever reason, it's like a core memory that I have of yeah. us. Like whenever I hear his name, I, I think of me, him and Cody eating the popcorn because like we were joking around, like I would take big handfuls of it, and like you know, just getting our hands all over the place. And <laughs> it was but he, man, he's such a great guy. Yeah, so I mean, what's your relationship with Cody still like today? Like, do you guys talk that much? Follow Does each other. Like I haven't talked much? to him since ever since he got over to WWE. I just said congratulations really? to him, but I don't. I never talked to him a lot. Like as far as okay, I, we lived together. We always and we we hung around. There was a period where when I lived with him and like and when he first got up to the main roster and uh-huh. like I we we play video games all the time, but we in developmental hung out all the time every day. Like with oh, that, yeah. like, and he talks about that in his documentary of oh, uh, like being kind of like in college, we would literally smoke and watch WWE classics <laughs> on demand. And like, we were literally doing tape study at my place or one of the guys places every night for four or five, six hours, oh, right. we'd wrestle all day, we'd get food, we'd all go do our workouts, whatever. And then we'd all meet up at a place and we'd, we'd smoke and watch wrestling with all this. Right, And, and that was yeah. like the thing. It was like, we had a, a good group of guys, man uh and i was right. glad to be a part of all that but like on the main roster like we didn't travel we traveled together briefly in the beginning me him and daniel Bryan um on that then i chose i wanted to start riding alone with all of that because right. i wanted to work out right. for three hours a day they didn't like any of that so like i and i wanted to get my own food and well, that, keep up with the big guy yeah a lot not, not, not a part lot part of people of do what i do on that end, and that's not that's yeah. nothing that's just they don't they live different lives but the right. uh it was, uh, we just never, we always talked at the arenas and, and that, but I didn't like, I, didn't, I never was like called him or never, we never have with that right outside of when we just hang out. But like if Cody was around, we would hang out around yeah. each other at the arenas and stuff. We'd always talk, we'd always tell, talk and like, so, but I don't, there's a lot of guys. I don't like, mm-hmm. I'm not like punk where like I, you know, got to tell guys if they're in W oh, I can't talk to you if you're in WWE. But yeah, like there are a lot of guys, like I have my group of guys that I'll message or talk to but I don't get involved in their stuff and they don't get involved in my stuff going on with it. Everybody knows what's right. going on with it though, but he's kind of taken on, you know, he, you know, he he's in a different position there and chose to go back with all of that. And I'll never, I'll never, I understand why he did it with all of it. I think he has certain goals of his life. I don't think it's smart to do this, but I know he has a goal of winning the championship and I think he wants to fulfill and he's talked about it, you know, for dusty oh, yeah. and, and dusty. I understand why that's one of his goals. With it, I'm glad oh, yeah. it's not one of my goals. With that, yeah, because I would never want to have to go back to that atmosphere for something that that like that. But I understand right. and I respect why he's doing it, and I want him to be successful at it. With it, but Absolutely. I because there's levels to all of this. So I just I have a different life and a different mindset towards it, and I just I want to go a different direction. So
0: right, and when when you look at when you look at Cody and what he came from, and. His documentary was a masterpiece.
1: Yep, that I agree. And the Fla- that and the Ric Flair one, oh my gosh. Like Ric Flair, I can't
0: believe, it, I mean, any other person, like Ric Flair's Ric Flair. Any other person, what, you know, the stuff that he did, any other person you would think would be dead.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I um, think it's a shock that he, he's not yet. Like, he's, he's one he's, of a kind. The guy I mean, survived that, a plane that, crash. I think that alone says, like, hey, you're going to yeah. be around for a while.
0: Oh, yeah, you think? <laughs> but I can't. I mean, but going back to the Cody one like that, like I said, that was a masterpiece of, of a documentary, hell of a documentary. And when you look at that and what he came from and, you know, when I, the part where he said um, his, you know, his dad, uh, Dusty, um, it, he they barely could keep the lights on in their house, he said. Yeah. And. And I was
1: like, Cody, wow, t- I knew about all of this a long yeah, time ago. Cody, I remember, and Cody, that's all true. I remember Cody telling me this when we were in developmental together. He was at my place. And he was, he, he, he like, that's how I, that story was so true that he, on that documentary. I,
0: I can't believe it, dude. I was like, dude, no, the American dream. That no, no, no way that's true. I, I, I was, but then I looked it up and more and more people were talking about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, wow! I mean, I would have thought that you know, Dusty Rhodes was this, you know, making him he had a couple million under his belt at least. Well, it goes
1: quick though, with all that too. I'm gonna actually do a video on TikTok for people explaining all the expenses that, that'd be cool, man. And because, too, in like wrestling. You know whatever you make and when you taxes you, you're paying you know 30 to 40 percent taxes right on whatever you make so like That's anybody if point. they you sign you know a six say you signed a, a contract for for five years for six million dollars per year or whatever you know by the right. time expenses and everything in, in the taxes like you you'd be depending on your quality of your lifestyle and what you're buying though you might be making you know two or three million with that right but that's and that's and so that's but that's, and that, that's on the six million dollar contract but that's why all these sports guys that have signed these huge deals a lot of like sports guys go like a huge percentage go bankrupt because one they're not right. making what people think they're not getting that whole amount they're losing a lot of that the expenses on the stuff go down tremendously with that and the quality of your life your your, your lifestyle of your your monthly right. bills when you start making more money your your monthly bills go up it just happens you're, you're oh, gonna yeah. you're gonna be you're gonna make different decisions with it and so that happens like you you have to make adjustments like if the money doesn't isn't the same you have to make certain adjustments at some point with it or you know everything and I think what Dusty and again I can't speak on their situation you know exactly but my my best guess would be is that he from what I saw in the documentary is he made sure his family kept the same lifestyle that they were accustomed to as far as they're like living in the house and what they you know what they had so that but the money was just drying up with that but he he was doing everything can so they he didn't have to right. and they talked about he sold the rolex and stuff so he was doing things to make sure that the money they would have money so they could still didn't know anything was wrong with it you know right. so that that's and but yeah
0: yeah is that how much the taxes are gosh damn. yeah are you it's serious? a lot the more
1: you make the more you give them it's that, and and
0: you know what that that's stupid. I, I I wish it wasn't like that. Nobody wishes it was like that, but you know
1: I paid I mean, close to 400,000 one year in taxes. Are you serious? Yeah. I've paid in the millions overall. God, it's it. yeah. No
0: shit.
1: Yeah. Well, it's damn, crazy, bro. It's my, I, trust I, I, me, yeah. brother, when I saw that number after a, I go, "Oh my god." I, I was like, I did it was that was the hardest check I've ever cut in my life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hit myself, dude. I can't
0: believe that that that's how much you would have Dude, compared to and compared to a you know a a rest the wrestling fan like myself, you know, obviously it's definitely not going to be that much. But and you know, I I thought my shit was expensive. Damn, dude, you just I can't believe that that's how much you saw one time.
1: But that that, that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna do another video. Maybe I'll do it for tomorrow's TikTok in the morning on uh I'm gonna on taxes and expenses so people have a better understanding because a lot of people don't know like the expenses. I'll go into detail on of what those actually are, of why, oh, yeah. like, it, it, you, the money that wrestlers are making, it's nowhere near the money they should, but after expenses oh, no. and taxes, it is, I'm telling you, it's not what people think. I remember when I was at, just go, this is crazy. I could be doing almost anything else and actually probably making out better than what I was doing at one point in time there for during, right. t- yeah, it's, but yeah. you can, that, you-
0: go ahead.
3: What no,
1: sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh no! I was just going to say, now if you if you return to wrestling in AEW, do you think you'll be making a lot more than
1: you were at WWE? Yeah, because of everything I've got going I, I'm going to have multiple million dollar streams. Really? Yeah. Okay. What? No, yeah. like one thousand no, percent. I, I I can, can go in. I can go it. wrestle for free, and I will make more money than I ever made on my business.
0: Are you kidding? Yeah. That's that's kind of pathetic that it's it's like that because in WWE you were. You,
1: you think, oh, I did. I did well. I still did well despite, yeah. but like, it's the having a business and doing what I'm doing now is the ultimate freedom. This is why right. and I can make more on social media than I could wrestling now when yeah, everything I, is right. So a it's a lot of people are like that. nowadays. Yeah. that's why people, it is this is why I went the route when I when I to make the most out of the injuries and everything. But I early in my time in WWE, listening to business books out on the car rides. I realized, I go, man, the money's not in wrestling, the money's in owning a business. With that. But I love wrestling and I always wanna do it, but I I have a balance now where I go, and I've lost my health and I go, I never wanna lose my health ever again with it. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. And that brings me to my last question I got for you, then I'll let you go, Bob, big man. But um, what got you started into wrestling?
1: I grew up loving it. I just started, just like as a kid, it captivated me at a young age. And then my friends in my neighborhood were big wrestling fans and I didn't know. And they, they really, we would, we would watch all the events together. We'd watch all the pay-per-views at one of my friends' houses. They would have the cable boxes. I'd watch Saturday morning wrestling and at home and then just was absolutely hooked and always wanted to do it. Just, it was just something. The moment I saw it, I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Like everything that, everything that I love in life, like too, like I love being entertainment. I love comedy. I love, I love, weightlifting i love i love the acting part of it i love the adrenaline that it reminds me of playing sports and that real adrenaline and intensity that sports were, that, so it, to me it's just the great to me it is what it was my calling like of everything that i love the my life that i like to do day to day wrestling fulfills that
0: absolutely man that's incredible um thank you for sharing that and uh boom a legacy was born right back the big man
1: the big guy thank you brother <laughs> All right, man. Well you take care. God bless
0: you. And uh I'll be on your sh- I'll be listening tomorrow, man. Good deal. Take care. Happy Monday. Yeah. yeah, you too, man. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you very, very much. Get on a new caller here. I think we saw it. Oh, they bounced off. I was gonna bring them on. Tom fell off. Bring on Justin. Justin for a call. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Shawnee. I see Shawnee in the chat for the meat sandwiches. When I'm giving out meat sandwiches, Shawnee's going to be in the crowd as well. We're going to get Shawnee with a with a meat cart. Shawnee's going to be handing out meat sandwiches as well for me on the big the big debut with it. Justin, are you there?
7: Yes, sir. How are you doing?
1: I'm well. How are you today?
7: I'm doing just fine, Danny. Just making me some lunch.
1: Good deal. Having a meat sandwich?
7: I bet. I'm having pizza.
1: Ah, Meat Lovers Deluxe?
7: Uh, Meat Lovers Supreme. Ah,
1: they can't go wrong with that. No, sir. What's on your mind today?
7: All right, so what was it like um, when uh, WWE came to you with the whole Nexus idea? What was that like?
1: The whole did you say the whole Nexus deal?
7: Yeah, like how, how did that whole go, like, how that whole idea go down?
1: We've talked about that many times. They brought us, they had the idea, WWE and Vince, after the NXT season, and brought us all into a room with Vince and, and, and John Laurinaitis and Michael Hayes, and I believe one or two other producers, and uh, in or in Orlando, no, in Miami. And we found out the day of like we literally had no idea. We were at TV. They brought us to TV. We all thought we were going to go back down to developmental after the NXT show was over. And they pitched to us this idea that we were going to execute that night and that if we did not execute it perfectly, we would be fired. And uh, that was directly Green. from Vince, like literally. And they so they they gave us the armbands. They told us to put them in our pockets and don't let anybody see them. They then got us to a certain section of the arena that nobody was in where we had to get dressed into our gear and stay hidden from everybody all night so nobody knew what we were doing. We were not to leave this area until they came and got us and they hit us into a, a location in the arena where we then made our entrance. And yeah, so nobody
7: like to hire them to at
1: Yeah. They literally, they, they protected this from getting out all that we know of, about that. None of the other wrestlers knew what was going on. And, uh, man, it was what a, it was, what a surreal moment. The whole thing was.
7: Now, um, do you have a current favorite WWE
1: superstar? Um, you know, I really, I, I'm really happy. You know, I, I, there's so many guys. I, I love. I, Dolph's always going to be one of my best friends. Wade's always going to be one of my best friends. I'm absolutely thrilled. Wade is is killing it on commentary, and and, and very happy and in a good position there. Uh, I'm happy yeah. for Seth and for Roman with everything coming, watching them come in with the shield. You know, and uh, the the amount of success that they've had. I'm very happy for those two guys. I think they're outstanding. I mean, everybody, there's literally, I, I'm not like, despite anything I have going on with the company and Vince per se, I don't let that affect my real life relationships or what I think of. Like, I like watching the guys that I know wrestle. I think Chad Gable, man, I think I've talked very highly of him in the past. I really like Gable. I think he can, I think he could be a big time player if they give him the right, the right push with how they're, I'm really happy to see him getting opportunities with Gunther. Gunther's doing amazing. With everything, you know, there, there's a lot of guys I enjoy watching on the on their show. I'm happy to see the New Day, Kofi and, and, and Xavier still doing well with it. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I'm just Drew. I, I've known Drew since the beginning of developmental. Sheamus, I've known. I'm happy to see them still going and that they're still healthy for the most part as far as being able to go out and perform. And, you know, I, I just, you know, I wish Dolph was on TV more personally. But, oh, I you know, agree. I, I don't know why he's not, but it is what it is, so. He's I know no. he's making good money. So I know that at the end of the day it's physical acting and he's making good money. So
7: now um besides that um retirement match you're wanting to do with um Goldberg, would there be any other past um WE Hall of Famer that you would love to have a retirement match with besides Bill Goldberg?
1: Not in the retirement match per se. I mean, I don't there's uh outside of that match all my other focus would be on all elite wrestling pretty much not because i'm not going back to wwe i mean it would take it would take the only way for me to go back to wwe i think is if vince is fully removed from the company and then hunter and like we some wrongs of the past were righted with that and hunter and hunter would have to be responsible for that but like i said i don't see anything happening with vince there i would love to see you in a
7: freaking um yeah, you and Miro go at that would be an amazing match. We sure. we
1: always had really good chemistry. Rusev, we wrestled a lot in WWE as well. So I, there's a lot over there. I just think right now I, my focus is on what it's on. I've got to get healthy to get cleared, and I think there's going to be some great opportunities. So
7: when you do go over to AEW, who would be your uh, your first target?
1: I would have to again like there's things that I've talked, I've answered that on here multiple times though. I think that that's going to be private meetings. We got to see what can be done on that but so there's 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 a whole roster of, of opportunities over there with it
7: now i know this has been going on uh all, all over social media i just want to get your partake on it do you think um wwe should bring try and contact cm punk and bring him back
1: no <laughs> well i mean i i think it, it's a huge the locker room there. See, do you do you think CM Punk is going to come back and, and do you think he's going to take? Do you think he's going to be happy being under Seth, under Roman, and other guys that are there that that are running the company now? Hell no, Exactly. So what do you think that's going to do to the locker room of all the great guys? Roman's a great guy. Seth is a great guy. Guys like LA Knight who's coming up. If Punk was there with LA Knight, CM Punk would be doing everything in his power to try to ruin LA Knight. I'm telling yeah. you this. This is how he is. He doesn't like if he was in WWE right now with LA Knight, he would be politicking, saying things, things would be being leaked out on him cuz Punk was doing all that before. This is the kind yeah. of person that he is and all these I've told you guys the stories. You guys, I almost want him to go there just so you guys will really see just how cancers cuz it's not going to go away. They brother, they might bring him in. I don't think they should, but they, they again, that's on them if they do with it. Like you guys are going to find out like it, it's not going to be Ratings aren't going to change. Nothing. He's not going to do anything. It's going to be more disruptive, and they—hundred know of them—know this already. With it, and the thing is, is they don't need him anymore. They already have other people in those places, so they don't need yeah. to bring him in. Like it, it, it's not, you know. We'll see.
7: Oh, I've heard the stories, and I, I see how he acts just by his yes, his persona, the way he acts on TV.
1: But that's pretty much the same way he would act in real life, if I'm not correct. Yeah, I just think it, it's. I, I've said my piece on it. I, I don't. will hell. If they. If they. But they're. They're welcome. If they want to bring them in, bring them in. They, you guys. I know. I know enough people there where I go. It, it's. You guys will see. Well, it, it,
7: I have a from uh, WWE. Um, how, how are you doing? How's your shoulder doing?
1: All is great, though, brother, over here, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to just getting, getting, getting all the way better. So. That's
7: good, mate. Make sure after all that hard work you do, make sure you treat yourself. Even if it's the smallest thing, you always got to treat yourself.
1: Oh, you know it, brother. I appreciate you calling in though and I hope you have a great day.
7: You too, sir. You have a good day. Thank
1: you, Justin. Yep. Enjoy that meat lover's supreme pizza. We've got a super chat here. Michael Roku says, thank you. You say you made a post the other day about how Tony should suck CM Punk dry. I mean, that's, maybe would have used slightly different verbiage on that, uh, to make sure he (laughs) want to read that again. You made a post the other day about how Tony should suck CM Punk (laughs) to make sure he never wrestles again. Uh, but on the flip side, you talk about wrestlers, rights. not sure what side you're on with that. No. So I said that he should tie him up legally if he didn't have a no compete clause, or he attempted to, uh, if he he if Punk tried to take them to court, if he has a one year no compete clause, because people were saying that that wouldn't hold up in court with that with it that if he had a one year no compete clause with that because in being fired with it that Tony would be smart to tie him up in court so that he could not go to anywhere until the court case was over. With it, whether they lost or not, they would keep him away and let him get older and keep him away and don't help out WWE. If that if that was the case with that, I don't think they should just go sue him to try to just make his life miserable. And I don't think they would do that. With it, that was if Punk tried to sue them for the no compete clause. But if Tony wants to suck CM Punk dry, I'm not. That's his business. Okay, Jesus, the <laughs> I swear you could have rewarded that in many different ways. somebody is we've got breaking news here lee is saying cm punk just stated he's done with wrestling according to the dirt sheets well holy hell i'm gonna throw a party this weekend we are gonna have a hell of a party this weekend in celebration if that is even remotely true Ladies and gentlemen, CM Punk has, has announced his retirement. All for a publicity so he gets more attention. And he's going to be a fraud and come right back. Like I told you, this is why I've never retired. Because so many people in wrestling just abuse that. And just like, oh, I'm retired. And they want the old, I love you. No, no, please don't go. Oh, please give me more attention, guys, with it. And then they come back a year later, six months later. And like, I'm back, Yeah you retire, you better make sure it's just once unless it was for an injury and you overcame like edge, things like that, that those are different circumstances. Appreciate all the love and support on all the platforms. Thank you for all the likes on TikTok as well. I appreciate you guys hitting that like button, getting me more likes on there, getting more eyes on the show on TikTok, the people's podcast. What's the difference between my protein powder and other companies, uh, for example, whey protein? Well, one, we use a plant protein. It's the vanilla mocha. High quality ingredients on that great tasting. It mixes like whey. A lot of plant proteins are very bulky and very clumpy and they don't taste well. That's not the case with my Feed Me More Nutrition. i so hungry. I just think, try it. it it's people that know I'm going to have my my shake right after this. I put a little peanut butter in mine. I put it with water and ice in the blender and a little scoop of peanut butter. I actually do flax seeds and hemp hearts as well. It mixes perfectly. I chug that get 80 something grams of protein, 85 90 grams of protein and uh, and with like it's just I think it's you've got to try it and just see the quality difference. If you go look at the other supplements and the amount of ingredients, the quality ingredients that we use, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors. That's another thing most companies use the artificial sweeteners aspartame and sucralose we stay away from that completely no f- no food dies nothing with that they're just superior supplements i because i use this myself this is i want only the best i don't want to put inferior products or ingredients into my body with that so it's an extension of me my beliefs and my mindset where unfortunately these other companies don't care about health they don't care about your health and they're just trying to make money selling you whatever they use cheap ingredients they, they mark them up huge on it and yeah I just, I, I stand by my stuff till the day I die. And the people that know, know there is a huge difference between my supplement line and the majority of the rest of them out there. Uh, we got joke of the day. Why did the soup taste funny? It was a laughing stock. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Appreciate everybody on the TikTok again, hitting that like button, guys, keeping the show going and growing. We've got uh, 7.7 thousand likes today on the Ryback Show on TikTok. That is very, very good. Thank you very, very much. With that, guys, we are going to go ahead. We're going to wrap up today's show. I've got to get a lot done here. We went two hours and four minutes today. I always appreciate all the love and support. We will be back again tomorrow. Check out my Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated, as always, guys. Also, FeedMemore.com, you get a free Finish It BCAA Raspberry Lemonade Electrolyte Matrix and a free shaker bottle with your orders, guys. The $60, $65 value free on that just for buying any of the supplements or Ryback merch on Feed Me More. .com. I hope you guys all have a great, great Monday. We'll be back again tomorrow between 9 a.m. and 10 p.m. Pacific time. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that
5: like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.